0: What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave. And I'm Matt.
1: Joining us from Arcaform 3D, Randy Miller and Steve Bell. Hi.
0: And MoGraph is a supplement to our site, MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphics tutorial site with tutorials, plugins, podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show, we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to Cinema 4D, After Effects plugins, render engines, doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor... We're working for the man. You can email us info at com. Let us know what you think about the show. Questions, comments, concerns, queries, grievances, all that stuff. Artist suggestions and uh, loser uh, conservative posts that are posting on uh, our comments because I don't understand what that has anything to do with the show. I already reported that. Reported and flagged. Gotta love that stuff. What's the point? What is the point? So. Uh, on the show today, we are going to be talking about architectural rendering.
1: Yes, very excited bit about that. A outside
0: this. of the wheelhouse uh, because it, it's we're we're trying to expand into more 3D areas, not just yeah. the MoGraph flashy stuff, but everything that everybody does with 3D software. And uh, sorry, Matt, what were you saying?
1: No, I was just going to say, like, I I spent a, a good like year and a half of my life. At a job where we were doing interior 3D renderings and stuff like that. And I went from being really crappy at it to, like, being halfway decent. But my boss still telling me
0: I was really crappy at it. So I'm excited to uh, talk shop. Yeah. Well, uh, we got a couple updates that we wanted to go through real quick. Um, We uh, we want to remind everybody about the meetup. The meetup is going to be in Burbank. What's the date on that, Matt? It is December fourth
1: at um, I believe noon. From noon to okay. six. You believe? Okay, good. I believe. Good. I just yeah, yes. From noon to six. So yes. we will be we'll be hanging out. You know, hanging out. Uh, we got a food truck coming, um, and uh, we'll just be hanging out. You know, talking shop, playing frisbee, playing uh, cornhole. You know and uh hacky sack and all the good the, the good fun stuff. So it should be a good uh, a good time outside. Just a, a good chance for all of us to hang out outside together on a Saturday, you know.
0: And uh, and, and
1: be be together as MoGraphers. Yeah. cuz we haven't gotten to spend any time together this year besides and camp mograph.
0: I am um <clears throat> not going to be there. You um, won't, Lim. I am not going to be there. And um I think uh I will. I'll I think I just there. need to say that uh, cause a lot of people were surprised I wasn't going to be there, but with the mm. new baby and everything right now, it's just it's still a lot. We got a lot of projects going on, a lot of background mode graphy stuff going on and, yeah. uh, just, it, you know, it's just, it's just not something I could make, but yep. a lot of people have suggested that we do the segue huh. with the iPad on it where you can see my face and I can just roll it around and control it yeah. in the park. <laughs> I mean, no. we should look and see what it costs to rent one of those. Yeah. I'm sure that's really expensive. I mean, you never know. And then it's you just L- go LA. like,
1: <laughs> there's a hill that you just go like driving down oh, on accident. Yeah. Ah, yeah. So, uh, um, <laughs> that's not covered in the insurance.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: Uh, question. But, uh, uh, sponsors. uh real quick. Yes, yes. Yes. That's what I was going to say. Uh, big shout out to our, our two sponsors for the event, um, Maxon and Otoy. Uh, uh, super excited to have them on board helping out, you know, helping cover food truck and, um, all the, Fun stuff! So uh, excited to have Maxon and Otoy helping us out as our sponsors for this event. Yeah. So we're hoping to do a lot more of these, you know, next year, like um, some more local ones. Um, that's kind of things that we've been talking about. But uh, uh, yeah, this is our the first little MoGraph meetup in LA, which
0: is exciting. Yeah. So, and uh, we also have a new article out. If you want to check that out, a space opera. It is a it is uh kind of like a an anime type piece and um Mm. it it talks about how it was done in uh cinema 4d redshift all that you can check that out and then um class update i do wanted to give a class update because i've been desperately trying see this is why i can't go out of town like i can't even finish the class too much finish the class
1: and then come out of town
0: yeah if it's done (laughs) by then I'm trying very slowly every every spare moment I have. It, it's really the promo that's holding it up right now because it's kind uh-huh. of a complicated promo. But the renders are for the most part done, and so I'm trying to do like a a final uh, pass on that, get it rolled out. Everybody can watch the uh, the promo, and you'll see what I mean. Like it's it it's not an easy thing to set up. It's a bunch of iPads with a bunch of mm-hmm. uh, video playing on them and it's rendered yeah. with the video. So it's like image sequences and, uh, just, just a lot of work, but it's almost done. Little image it'll sequences an octane. <laughs> and octane. Once that's done, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, finish it out. Do the audio. And we got to make sure the site's good. The class is good to go. Uh, mm-hmm. so class uh, is great. Yeah. I'm really so, excited for people to get their hands on this one. Yeah. If you, uh, if you want to sign up, uh, to get alerts, you can do that on our site as well, com slash notification, I think, or cl- I'm sorry, class notification. And uh, you'll get an email when it's officially released, like right when it is out mm-hmm. and available. And uh, Discord, we were going to talk about our Discord as well. We are, it's not like yes. we're, we're not getting off of Slack. It's not, no, Slack's it's still not like there. That. We're also starting to yeah. Discord, and a lot of people like Discord. And it's also a great yeah. way to hang out. That's really what we're yeah. using it for. Is But we did duplicate all the channels if you're a Discord yeah. person and you want to come over and you want to start checking it out. We're not phasing anything out. We're just having both right now. Um, mm-hmm. Mainly because it's fun to hang out and video chat with people all day is. if you're stuck in your office. Yeah.
1: Earlier today, you know. uh, they were putting a giant rock on top of the grotto for our pool that we're building. And it was very precarious. And so I uh, streamed my my camera to the Discord. The, the Discord, and we had
0: like ten people in there all freaking out whether it was going to fall over on someone. It was cool. Yeah, Vernon <laughs> says I'm Team Discord. I think that's gonna we're gonna have Team Slack yeah. and Team Discord. Yeah, battle it out. You no. know? <laughs> yeah, but we were watching a uh, we were watching these guys move this giant like t- one ton slab of rock and just mm-hmm. hoping that it did not fall. Now, if you were yeah. watching it on Reddit. I think the, if you were an audience in that audience, you'd probably be rooting for the rock to yes, fall. Yeah, but we were watching I mean, and holding on. Part our of breath. me was
1: rooting for it to to fall, but I didn't want to deal with the repercussions of right. it falling. And I'm really hoping fall. to get in that hot tub before uh, before Thanksgiving. Yeah.
0: So uh, <laughs> we the almost—if they were still working on it, we actually had a feed we were going to show. Yeah. Have the pool cam <laughs> down in the corner; and you can see what was going on. Uh, but yeah, Discord, get in there, hang out with us like during the day office hours. If you're working, it's something where like your friends can hang out, you can chat, you can mute it if yeah. you want, and just like have friends just feel that comfort of like yeah. people if you're uh if you're working by yourself, sometimes it's nice. Um and uh, that's all I got on on the week wrap up stuff. So um one real quick uh topic I do have for Ravcock, what's your flavor? What's your flavor? Uh, Topher.exe, that's actually somebody's Instagram name. Topher.exe okay. made this really cool uh, EmberGen basketball hoop, where it was on Ooh. flame, uh, on fire, and there's flames and sparks and all that kind of stuff, right? And uh, just kind of testing the new features of of EmberGen. So uh, EmberGen, the new version of EmberGen is EmberGen is out, and you can mess yeah. with like, moving meshes and things. So yeah, Very check out that to try post. That out. See what you can do with it because it looks really cool. Um, we do have some render stuff we want to mm-hmm. talk about, but um, mm-hmm. we will talk about that in the drop because it's I just
1: about uh, I, I'm not sure if we mentioned it last week if it was out by then. But uh, uh, Octane version 2021.1 is officially out for C4D, yeah, I, I which is great. Did, yeah. I just updated this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm just updated this that. morning, and yeah. uh, uh, it seemed pretty stable. You know, I was having yeah. problems with, I don't know if it was 2020.3 or whatever, but my, my, it kept crashing every time I was rendering. Maybe, maybe my scene, maybe I'm doing something wrong.
2: Yeah. I didn't get crashes, but, but I had to adjust all the white balances on one scene. Do
0: mm-hmm. You, Outside um, of that,
2: I did a lovely job. Great job.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, if, if, <clears throat> uh, everybody isn't aware, um, Randy and Steve use Octane that's actually how we ended up talking in the first place is Mm -hmm. you posted uh, an incredible piece on uh, the Octane uh, group on Facebook and I was just so blown away at how it looked and how realistic it looked Uh, I was like okay we got to talk about this architectural stuff because uh, you are there's not a
1: ton of people doing architectural stuff so let me take that back there aren't a ton of people who are doing good architectural stuff. <laughs> <laughs> In Octane, <You> know? <laughs> yeah. Um, Octane yeah. Octane is a whole nother use... beast when it comes to architectural. Yeah.
0: It yeah. is. A lot of people use what?
1: A
3: lot of people use the other render engines to do architectural work.
1: Well, typically I mean, V-Ray
3: owns
1: architecture. Yeah. 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 Yeah, when I, when I first started getting into it, V-Ray was kind of like, you know the main one that i was working in and then uh switched over to octane because it was faster you know but i did find at least early on and we were using octane since version two you know it was harder to get the uh harder to do the the same similar things that you were doing in v-ray you know without it spending having taking just as much time as it was in v-ray you know
0: yeah, so we, we saw what you did. Now, the the piece that you did in particular, I think you used a mix of octane with motion tracking onto drone footage, right?
2: Depends which piece you're talking about.
0: <laughs> I can't remember now. <laughs> it's, it's been a while. We scheduled this, like, way in advance. I'll have to try and find that. But you do yeah. a mix of both then, right? You do track. Yes, we do. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: I think if you're going to do octane properly, you've got to be able to do that as well. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, because
2: you're putting something imaginary under something new, and, and people want to see the two things together. So you've either got to be tracking footage or cutting up photo montage.
0: And mm-hmm. how do you generally track that footage? What do you use? Well, I've got a Mavic Two Pro, which I love, and oh,
2: then uh, After Effects. Uh, I find it easiest to do my tracking in After Effects, and mm-hmm. then export camera to Cinema 4D from there. Then. uh for alignment, I actually build a drone model of the entire site and everything around it, which my clients love because they can calculate earthworks and things from that as well. And then I line everything up and boom, process it all out. You can pretty much guess the rest of it, uh, Composite it all back together in After Effects,
0: and it's done. That's right. And... Um... Oh, I know what I was going to ask you. Did you see the new drone, by the way, that came out? Oh, the, yes. The new Mavic. <laughs> uh,
2: picture Homer some drilling.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's like every time, those, every time they come out with a new one, I'm just like, oh, I need that one. And then yeah. I apply it like, you know, five times, and then it's time for the next one to come out.
2: I yeah. promise you, as soon as Drone Deploy has compatibility with the new one, we'll, we'll probably have one too. Although it's a big thing for us because we, you know, we can only have eight batteries and everything else. Mm-hmm. The job's getting pretty big. But yeah, I think the little Mavic 2 Pro over in the corner there is going to be tired okay. soon. Yeah. It'll be on eBay.
0: Yeah. So, um,. Let's uh let's start from the beginning actually. Um now that we got the week wrap up and things out of the way, get in get into your your story. Um so the the two of you actually are a really good team because Randy, you do a lot of the uh interior design aspects of it, right?
3: Yeah, so I do all of that. Everything design-wise.
0: And um what is what, uh, what is your degree in?
3: So Currently that's a okay.
0: And I <laughs> will so, also say it doesn't have to be a degree. A lot of people yeah. on the show did not get a degree and they're no, really I good don't at what they
3: do. But I actually Yeah. So I, right. I I actually went to college to get a math and statistics degree. Okay. And then I stopped that and then I went into radio. So I did radio for 3 years. Nice. Cool. And then I just Kinda was dropped into this, Mid-point. literally.
0: <laughs> Interesting.
3: Dropped into it mid-project. Yeah.
0: How, how did you meet then?
3: At a bar. At a bar. <laughs>
0: oh, that's hilarious.
2: <laughs>
0: that's Very, hilarious. It
3: was for something totally different too.
2: And it wasn't like a, a, a hit or anything like that. Um, I had a, a project here on the island that I was working on, and I was sitting around with uh, Chima and Harry at the other end of the bar from where you were. And I said, we need, like, greeters, we need nice people to meet people as they come on the island and possibly as early as next week. And the guys come out with all these suggestions, and and I said, man, I need somebody, someone that just looks genuine, (laughs) fresh-faced, genuine. And I I point across, like her over there.
0: Literally. Oh, Uh, no way. And they go, what,
2: her? yeah, look, she looks genuine. She just looks like a real person. And I said, go talk to her. And they were too afraid. So I went over there and gave you Harry's card. Yeah. And then um, then I realized that she wasn't just a fresh-faced looking, genuine-looking person. She's quite a brainiac as well. <laughs> and uh, that's, uh, yeah, bit by bit, we ended up working together all the time. That's <laughs> yeah. been going on for eight six, years. Eight years now.
1: Wow.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's
1: crazy. And now I'm yeah. sure that
0: like the math helps though. Right? Like the the uh you Well, know, I like, don't
3: have to think about those complicated things. I just give it to
0: everyone.
3: I get to do that. You do that. I make uh, it look pretty. You figure out how to make it work. Mm-hmm.
4: Uh,
2: just make things look pretty. It's, it's way more complex than making things look pretty. She's really selling herself short. Yeah,
3: there's a lot of work that goes into it.
0: So I when, feel
1: like I, I feel like with interior uh, or with uh, uh, like three D interior scenes and stuff, like it, it it is an art form in in the sense that like you know you ha- you can't just like build out a scene. You know you've got to know how to light it correctly specifically for interior design you know and you also need to have that eye for design like what is going to you know like different uh 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 what's textiles and different you know uh i don't know accent pillows or like different decor throughout the room and stuff it's it's a lot
3: Yeah, it is because, I mean, in 3D, texture is not the same. In Mm -hmm. 3D, lighting is not the same. In 3D, color is not the same. Mm -hmm. So there's different aspects that you have to, like, for instance, if I put in a regular sofa with suede, it's not going to come out how it looks in real life. We have to actually play with the texture itself. You have to work on the texture. So Mm -hmm. there's a lot of aspects. Or like the size of a tile, you have to play with it sometimes to get it perfect. Mm -hmm. The texture on something.
2: And then sometimes we locked down with something that's locked into a, a specification.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. A client needs this to be this color, this shape, this size. Because everything that we do is to scale.
2: Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah. I've also found that sometimes, like, I've sometimes had to uh, exaggerate certain textures or mm-hmm. something. Like, yeah. say you've got, a, like, a really fine, like... I don't know, corduroy texture or something like that. You know, you're not going to see it when it's too far away. But if, if the client wants to see that, you sometimes have to make it bigger so that it's it's more noticeable.
3: Yeah. So with textures, we do that. We try not to do it with actual objects.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Yeah. Right.
2: We, we uh, our, our clients are always concerned. I mean, we, we can decorate these buildings up as much as we like, but at the end of the day, our clients are taking contracts on, mm-hmm. on- Properties and if we misrepresent by scaling things wrong, sure, like making the sofa half the size it should be so as the room is right. bigger. Now a lot, I know a lot of people do that, yeah, but it's it's like just
0: asking for a lawsuit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Yeah, exactly.
1: Are the the so uh, that, it brings up an interesting question when you're working with clients and stuff like that. Um, are the the like the furniture and everything that you're using to show off how it's going to look, are these like, are they actual like items that you can, that they can purchase or they're like, Hey, yeah. these are the items that we have, you know, we would like to see how it looks in there.
3: So basically in the beginning when 3d was a baby, because yeah. I feel like in the last eight years, it's grown so much. Oh, absolutely. So I had to, in the beginning, get stuck with basically what was the best quality pieces that were offered on the internet at the time. Gotcha. But now, everything I can have models. So I don't so much look for what already is in 3D. I just kind of design and then give it to someone to model it up or him (laughs) to (laughs) model it up. (laughs) (laughs) hey, I need this sofa. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hey, I need this sofa. Hey, I need you to build me a cabinet. And I need these things on the shelf. that's cool yeah. but everything that we put in you can purchase
1: that's cool so when the client's looking at it like are they specifically requesting that furniture or that like they're like okay we've got this we need this scene you know or are you just like I typically get free
3: reign so I typically get free reign to do whatever I want Mm. Uh, I just I follow a demographic so basically when we get a project the first thing Mm -hmm. I do is figure out who I'm selling to Mm -hmm. The next step is uh, how am I going to get this project sold and then how am I going to make it look pretty? Mm
4: -hmm.
3: So I then go and I, I, from an interior standpoint, I decorate like like I'm decorating a standard house. Mm -hmm. And then I get everything made. We place all the furniture and then we add the aspects that 3D would have an effect on, like texture, size, lighting, Mm -hmm. colors, all of that after. But I can... Go on, for instance, Restoration Hardware, find a sofa and be like, hey, I want this chair in this space, and then we send it to someone. They model it for me. We can take a piece of furniture from any place, and then I have the model someone to model it up because he refuses to do it now. <laughs> Plus, there are people that are really, really good at like texturing stuff to make it look very realistic. Sure, yeah. And then we just place the furniture in.
1: That's, well, so what... are are y'all using C4D to do this? Yeah. Yes. It's all C4D. What was was the the reasoning behind going to C4D versus, you know, say like Max or Maya or something Mm -hmm. like that?
2: Well, long story. And a lot of the story begins with Mac. Um, I, I had Atari TTO3s a long time ago, and we had a CAD called Dynacad, which is one of the few 3D CAD systems around. Mm -hmm. And my my brother and I were using it to design houses and buildings and things but create 3D models as well. Mm -hmm. And we'd even written software that would create perspective uh, shots and stuff, and then it grew, and then... uh, we had to switch from the Atari, of course, Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and we decided to go to Archicad, which I still use and love, and, and so does Darren. And we had a choice of going PC or Mac at that particular point, and at the time, I chose Mac because it just worked. It was right. no, head, no headaches. It worked. Turns out it was a really good call for architectural visualization because of the way Apple handled its memory. Uh, you mm-hmm. could squeeze more into a scene on a Mac uh, than what you could on Windows. Interesting. And, yeah. Now, of course, being a Mac, uh, Cinema 4D was was heterogeneous at the time, so mm-hmm. and still is, of course. So that's where I went. And it grew from there, and I was happy with that for a long time. But eventually it got to the point where... The Macs were kind of being outpaced by the the PCs when it comes to certain things, especially, of course, GPU rendering, which I knew was going to happen. It it was just anybody could see that was coming. Mm -hmm. So while my render farm was all Windows and and hand-built, I had to start building workstations as well. And I stayed with Cinema 4D. I had no need to change. If I wanted to use V-Ray, I could. Um and it just grew to now we have our Macs or our personal stuff, small stuff, a bit of video editing and effects here and there, but we have our workstations, uh each with four GPUs in them. Nice. Uh for processing and mining Bitcoin and, and <laughs> all that sort of stuff. <laughs> and and um so it it stuck with that. I never had a need to go to 3D Studio, and never had a desire or need to go to V-Ray too. Even though I must admit, V-Ray did have an advantage
0: hmm. earlier on. Which I mean, a lot of people were doing 3D Max and V-Ray in, yeah. in architecture. You know, and they, especially they where are. Matt and I came from. You know, that was like yeah. the thing. You know, it's hard to get architectural people off of. Max yeah. E-Ray. yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: and you know it's the most pirated software out there too. <laughs> yeah, so, so every every man and his dog is out there using it, and which gets a little frustrating sometimes. But the thing is, you know, Octane. I, I still would, wouldn't even consider switching. I mean, to, to get the speed and handling that we get out of Octane and the workflow mm-hmm. when we're working, when Randy does design, and she scribbles it all out. What we end up producing can sometimes look entirely different. And we sit there side by side like a pilot and a co-pilot. And we've got the four screens up. And we just work, 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 work. And we just change it. We look at it. And we, we have the, the preview window and octane running non stop. Mm-hmm. And we just design yeah. and design yeah. and design and just run and run and run. The, the system is so slick that I, I actually feel sorry for people that can't do that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They have to change a thing and then render and wait and was, change a thing and render. That and I wait. couldn't was imagine going back to about
1: that. Working in V Ray and stuff, you'd make one little tweak and then you'd render and you'd wait 15 mm-hmm. minutes for it to render. Oh, and then, no, no. Okay. No. That's not good. That kind of it was the immediate feedback that like sped up our workflow. Like, Tenfold, you know. Right. Yeah, the render yeah, time may instantly. have still been the same because we were rendering path tracing, but because we got that instant feedback, it was like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, we know whether we need to make changes or not.
2: Yeah, yeah. And if, if we yeah. like what we see, we run with if We don't. Well, let's let's keep tweaking it until we do. Yeah, in real time. Yeah.
0: Tell us about the types of projects you work on, though. I don't think we really. Yeah. Uh, we haven't really dived into like what kind of. Of, uh, architectural renderings these are who, who are your main clients
3: <laughs> so typically we deal with property developers so people that are offloading condos anything in the luxury market from 600,000 up to 5.5 5 million I think from mm-hmm. I've been working on is the largest but basically we work on condos but we do everything I mean we've designed Islands, (laughs) cities, (laughs) Cities. we've designed airports, we've designed hotels, Mm -hmm. we do it all.
2: We actually, and when she says designing, we we get a lot of people come to us and they don't have an architect yet and they don't have a clue yet, but they want to get their ideas down pat. And Mm -hmm. fortunately, my background means I can put it all together, shape it all up. Sure. Sometimes I even take it to the point where they'll sell the project off what I do and then pass it to wherever the local architect is to finish it. That's funny. Um, yeah, so the type of projects I mean, it's easy to say what we don't get much of And what we don't get much of is housing Yeah Because uh, housing, you've got maybe one or, or two houses going together But you've only got this little tiny budget Whereas mm-hmm. that one you're showing now it's, it's, I think it's 20-something stories It's four units to a floor So there's, there's a lot there I think it's, they it's on start the start at like a
3: million five
2: Yeah, so they can afford us yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: But That's we do cool. everything. Everything Man. anything possible when it comes to selling property.
0: And you yeah. have a ton of stuff mm-hmm. on your yeah. on your Instagram as well. There's I like the picture of you here with the <laughs> the controller for the Mavic. Um I I don't this might have been the one I can't remember. Man, look at the size of that scene.
2: Well that um, that is done with drone deploy. So I flew the drone over and captured it. No, and this way. is this it, is this is during uh, COVID. So I was, you know,
0: that's actually the, here.
3: It's in the It's right here
0: on the island. Yeah. Wow, that is incredible. So drone deploy, it basically goes out, right, and it and it does uh, kind of a grid pattern with the yep. with the drone, right, and it just kind mm-hmm. of flies a yeah. grid pattern over the whole thing, and then it puts it together in 3D. It, it does yeah. that the 3D assembly too, right? And it's yeah, and it's wonderfully accurate. Yeah, so yeah, like, it's it's really incredible how uh, you don't see a lot of like artifacts or mm-hmm. anything in this in particular. Like it's just uh, well, it's it's geometry, know.
2: it's it's photomap geometry yeah. that you get. So, mm-hmm.
0: well, like Google does their version of this or whatever. Sometimes you get a lot of mistakes and yeah. and things in the geo and things, yeah. and things. And this is really dead on. And um, are you able to take measurements and things from this as well once it's done? Yeah. Everything, yeah. volume, distances, heights,
2: everything. And it, it is accurate to with like an eighth of an inch or something. Wow. Wow. So every we, we have a, a, a thing that every job we take on, we go on site, regardless of where it is in the world. So jump mm-hmm. on a plane, go there. First thing I do is I run the drone over it and build one of those models. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now we've got something we can talk about. Mm-hmm. Let's check it out from different angles, what we're going to do on different things. And then, of course, I can take my 3D and then drop that into it as well. And of course, mm-hmm. for the camera tracking, perfect for getting the alignments right. So, yeah, okay,
0: absolutely. L- like this shot that we're looking at right now, you're mixing 3D and 2D. Yes. Yeah, uh, I'm yep. sorry, 3D and, and live footage together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what you were touching on there, I wanted to go through the process a little bit because somebody says I want something you drone it you start designing and kind of like um it, it's interesting lately uh, uh i've been working with one particular company and i can't it sucks because it's highly nda and i i can't really talk about anything except this uh-huh. is that we're doing things a little bit backwards. We're doing things before the engineers are engineering things. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's kind of like what you're doing too. You were saying that sometimes people don't know what they want. They don't have an architect or anything yet. They just want to start with the concepts and things. So, you know, maybe you give this to somebody else and they design off of it. Does it come back around? Do you, do you make adjustments when done or is it, pretty much just for the visualization. All the time.
2: But we take on it,
0: look, we're really different.
2: <laughs> most, most companies say, okay, it's this much per rendering and this much per second for animation. We're like, we're going to charge you this great big number for the project. Mm-hmm. And whatever we've got to do, we'll do to it. get you across the line is covered. Not one more penny to pay, and that's it. And it actually works okay. out very competitive to the people that charge per rendering or something. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yes, things always come back, and we're always glad to look at them. A lot of these projects that you've, you've got up there, I still have loaded up on my my drive now and still make tweaks to them just so as the client has something new to put out every now and then mm-hmm. because, you know, I, I like what I do too. So it's kind of nice to go back and say, like, oh, I just I thought of a better way to do this. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And I, I take it and I get it to the client, and they, they don't expect it, but they've got something new for Instagram now.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And then, so do you kind of do like a um, – almost like an empty building and then Randy fills it in basically. And, and then the, the other question on that is, is Randy, how much do you, do you like work in 3d or do you just ask Steve to do it? And then you go about like working with the client, like what's the flow mm-hmm. in that process?
3: Uh, so I, it depends on what we have going on. So for instance, for a condo, usually there's a main designer, like an interior designer that's working on the common areas. So, We do everything. So exterior, interior. Mm -hmm. And so um, I would basically go try to, because we also have to think about from a marketing standpoint. So outside Mm -hmm. of just it being pretty, we have to think about this actually has to be marketed. They have to take this and sell this real estate agents have to have it. So I try to make everything a bit like flow together with what if they have an interior designer already working on the project, something that they their design scheme put into the units that I will design. So how it works is, um, like I said, I I can source 3D. I don't physically work in 3D. I sit next to him and he gets that done. <laughs> um, I don't have the patience for it. <laughs> it's very frustrating, especially when we first started because it took like 10 minutes to move a couch that was for me i would scream but so i sit next to him and i i I know how to basically do stuff now but like i don't have the patience for it like i Mm -hmm. said before um as far as how how our workflow goes um i go on my own and i come up with a design scheme and concept and then i source all of the 3d pieces that i would need um (laughs) back i used to make him build everything he used to be so mad (laughs) So yeah, but, I, I didn't
2: have a life. <laughs> yeah.
3: Could you imagine? Because in the beginning, I think we designed like my first project. It was four units, and each of the units had four bedrooms, a, four bathrooms, a kitchen, a dining room, a den, a living room. Jeez. So that's like twenty something pieces of. I mean chandeliers, like yeah. thirty lamps, yeah. eighteen beds. Like it was insane. Yeah. <laughs> so modeling and then I like I don't like to copy things I like each one of my designs to be special and I like them all to be different mm-hmm. so each bed would be different each ottoman would be different each rug would be different so it was frustrating in the beginning when you couldn't really find much 3D yeah. work and we had to yeah. have people and it was expensive to get people to build models yeah. $50 to build a couch
1: yeah, is yeah. You the go buy budget a couch for, for that, that alone
3: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the budget to make 3d was expensive back then too. It's not, it's not that bad now, Mm -hmm. but, uh, I, I source everything. Like I said, I, I start off from an interior design standpoint. So I look at to see what's the latest trends or what's going to work in that area. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't limit myself to 3d anymore because everything can be built and it can be built beautifully. Mm -hmm. And I design basically if I, how I want the space to look and then I sit next to him and then say, okay, well, I also source the furniture and everything in 3D. And then I sit next to him and say, this is what I want. Put this in 3D. And then
2: That's I normally, cute. that night yeah. or something, I'll put everything in place. And the next morning, we, we just hit it and start, you know, making yeah, cause it Yeah, because it's not
3: like you can yeah. buy stuff and then place it. You actually have to place it and make sure that it sits right. Make sure that the angle's right, the texture's right.
2: So it might be like a week or two of getting things ready. And then a week of it's just sitting side-by-side side, cranking designs out one after yeah. another after another and sometimes it goes fast and sometimes it doesn't Yeah, just depends sometimes we like pit writer's block sure
3: the most of because i mean you're working on like eight bedrooms trying to make them all look nice
2: right realistically and, different. and
3: you know that can, yeah that it's, can
1: be difficult yeah
3: it's challenging <laughs> But I think we're, as far as like even the little things, because I focus mainly on trying to make it as realistic as possible and as livable as possible and as relatable as possible. Mm-hmm. So even little things like getting sculptures made or the texture on paintings, like we focus on every little aspect of how can we make this photo look as realistic as possible.
4: hmm that's and um, and, I'm, I, I, and
1: that, that makes it pay off, you know? It does. The, the of course. photorealism is what really sells it. And, I mean, Even labels.
3: Yeah. Labels on yeah. coffee makers <laughs> or like the knobs, the lights. Like every, <laughs> uh-huh. we put detail into everything.
2: That goes back to what you said before, photorealism. Uh, not everybody goes the photorealistic way.
1: Yeah. They, they go. yeah. Uh,
2: I don't even know what to call that other style which other than plastic. Yeah. Um, Non-photorealism.
1: Yeah, it,
4: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think photo is the
2: only way to go, and it's the only thing I try to achieve. The whole whimsical, let's make it look plastic thing. Mm -hmm. If it looks like a rendering, then I've failed. Yeah.
0: Yeah, a lot of the. Basic, like, even architectural apps look like that, too. And I'm wondering if people are using just certain apps that are made to make that stuff and not specifically, like, custom designing, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, A lot of
2: them nowadays are still just processing out something crappy out of 3D Studio and then doing a lot of Photoshop over the top of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which is why they can't produce animations because,
0: well... Yeah, they can't move the... Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we we only
3: use Photoshop for toning.
0: Mm.
3: Color Mm -hmm. toning.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: We have a lot of questions uh, as well. I want to go back a little bit. Um, one of the things I did want to ask uh, you, Steve, is I don't think we asked uh, your background in particular. <laughs> got a, got He's to, like, I'm uh, out of here. I don't want to talk about <laughs> my no, background. Somebody's doing yard work out there. Somebody's out um, there. So um, the, uh, where did you – how did you get your start in this? Did you go to school? Like what's your background as well? I don't think we it's, asked it's you that.
2: A, it's an architectural background. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I got into computers before pretty much everybody else because I've always had shaky hands. So, my handwriting sucks. Mm-hmm. So, it's awful back right. in the days, I had to use... No,
3: it's like scribble.
2: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I, um, I would have to use stencils uh, and with my drawing pens because my handwriting was always terrible. Mm-hmm. It's the only way to produce some decent looking drawings. And I thought, this is just crazy. So, as soon as computers came out, I was straight out there. <laughs> i got to yeah. get me one of these. And now I'm typing. And I can type really well. And um, so, I was producing CAD. And then I thought, well, 3D is where it's got to go. This is so... Mm-hmm. Pushed very, very hard into that. And then switched to Archicad, which you know, is, is just 3D made for architecture. Yeah. And... Uh, then everything just sort of, you know, I've done property development, construction, and, and a whole other kinds of thing, things, uh, some of them not even really related to what I do now. And it just evolved from there to, to to what I like to do. I mean, if I don't like doing something, I don't do it. And I, I really like doing 3D. And I, yeah. Yeah. I like imagining things and creating things and doing stuff and I, I like digging around in computers and buying new video cards and things like that. I'm a geek.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> um do you uh questions here in the in the chat? Uh thoughts on 3D printing in the architecture industry? Um I I that might be referring to like I'm not X- sure X- if that's X- referring X- to X- like 3D printed houses or. Yeah, I, th- I think that's a long. Are line they on.
3: talking about it as as far as like in construction or in actual like building a 3D model just to sit on a table?
0: Doesn't is say. It? We'll we'll, yeah. we'll let them answer that, and I'll <laughs> and I'll go to the next one, which is <laughs> yeah. um, how is the this There's kind of like two questions in one here, and, and I was going to ask you this too: how the poly, the poly count is in in drone deploy, and then do you remesh what is created from that, or do you just kind of keep that as is? See, but
2: they do a really good job. The polygon count's are very reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no issues with it at all. Uh, the, the actual drone deploy model doesn't need to be shown all the time. Now, if, if I'm aligning things, then I don't really need to be rendering. So the polygon count doesn't really matter so much. i got 128 gigabytes of memory on the computer it handles it yeah. fine mm-hmm. i can do it quickly in octane as well on um, an 11 gig card uh but then it depends on the site too some are huge and some are not um it's quite manageable actually and you know i, I think i've dealt with some 3d sofas that had more
0: polygons in them yeah <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> uh and, but does it I mean do you have to reconstruct anything and a lot of the stuff that I get as a 3D scan is a bit messy yeah. do, do you have to reconstruct maybe p- certain pieces of it that are maybe you're closer up to it or
2: not anymore I've I become really good at it uh, you've got to it's not just a matter of setting up the path and drone deploy and running it you've really got to understand how drone deploy and photogrammatic mapping works mm-hmm. when you do if you put all that knowledge into do what you're shooting on site you'll be very you'll know you you'll get a really clean good model if you just run it normally without any extra work then yeah, there's going to be a bit of a mess here and there like your, sure. your Google 3D meshes that sometimes go weird so you do your regular stuff and you go back and you get an eye for what's going to come out good and what's going to come out bad so and it's trial and error you're just going to have to learn it I can't teach it to anybody and you get the drone into all the different angles to pick up all the data needed for those areas that it's going to struggle with.
0: And just concentrate on them. Yes. Just like, just just get, yeah. Um, I've done some similar stuff before. Um, You know, it wasn't as streamlined when I did it and I'm sure it's improved by now, you know, you get all the data but then you still have to bring it into another program and then that has to go into another program it sounds like this one is really has it covered and really takes care of a lot of that stuff for you now it oh, makes yeah. me interested in wanting to like try it out you know is it uh is it how much is it is it expensive is it
2: um i think i dropped yeah fifty or two hundred a month or something into yeah, it for a basic expensive. account i I think they yeah, have okay. a free or a very inexpensive account where you can trial it and get a feel for it, but you won't be able to export a model
3: mm. yeah you just it's, it's just on
2: their server yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So It's very dot com
3: mm-hmm.
2: I want one oh, month
1: free account for them
0: <laughs> 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 yeah you have a promo code do you
1: find that um having a background in architecture, um, helps you kind of speak the language with your clients. Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 What, do, like do being able think to easily that, like... bridge between the architecture world and the 3d world.
2: Yeah. And it, it's, yeah, it, it, we, we bridge easily and we get a lot of opportunities that other companies wouldn't get. For sure. Um, yeah. I, I can't really say what we're working on at the moment. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm just trying to think of something that I can tell you that we're actually working on. But (laughs) we're working on things where we're combining our our architecture, development, and and business backgrounds with the 3D and and marketing to uh, come up with something incredible that meshes everything together. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's not just architecture. I can speak speak, uh, property development. I can speak uh, construction and everything as well quite fluently. So I'm very experienced in all of that. So pretty much any project that's dropped in front of me, if it's architecture or building or development, I've got it.
4: Because
0: mm-hmm. I, I think a question would be people who want to get into this. You know, you say you have somebody who's like watching and they're like, this is really cool. I, w- I would like to do this for a living. Um, whether they're already in 3D or they're thinking about getting into 3D and the first question is going to be, well, what do I need to do? in order to do this? Do I need to go to school? Mm-hmm. You know, do I need to, um, just hang out at a bar until somebody
1: <laughs> discovers <laughs> me? <laughs> uh,
0: and just hang at a bar looking natural. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so Look funny. genuine. Yeah, really. and, um, because I, you don't necessarily have to have a degree in architecture. Mm-hmm. No, um, I don't. You know, so it, it's it's like, you know, if you could go back now and say, okay, well, what is the best way to get into this in hindsight, you know? Like if you were to do it right now, what would you do first in order to launch something, in order to launch a, a company? And then, of course, gain traction and get customers. Uh, it sounds like you have plenty of customers. Um, but like not everybody's going to have that. How are they going to start? How are they going to, we, you we know? Are,
2: We're really unique. There's, I don't know of a company like us.
3: So we do everything. Like, we do the design, we do the 3D, we have the mm-hmm. construction and the interior, I mean, and the architectural background. So I guess mm-hmm. for someone else to start one up, they would have to have those individual people.
2: Right. Um, but not everybody goes about things the way we do.
3: Yeah. But I guess the easiest way to answer your question is you would approach a job that already has the, arch- the, the architect's blueprints. So something that mm-hmm. someone already gives you the blueprints for, and then you design, you build it out according to their specs, and then you design the space according to the demographics. That would be the quick, right. the
2: easiest way to just describe. But then, how many do. people actually design? They just they take That's a brief and they do. So if, if if you just want to make renderings, then you just need to practice and get good at it, and. Get architects and interior designers and things to give you some things to mess with. Um, everybody that asks me what sort of degree do I need, I said, I don't give an F about your degree. <laughs> I, just, I just want to see a portfolio. And if you don't have a portfolio, invent one. Make one. Just yeah. show me what you can mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Just, just do that. Yeah. Because that's all that matters.
0: Um, and that's a good point because I think, uh, we talk about this a lot, but... If you are trying to get a certain type of work and, and your portfolio doesn't reflect that,
4: mm-hmm.
0: then nobody's gonna come to you for that kind of thing. Nobody's gonna say, mm-hmm. you know,
3: Yeah, the hey, great thing uh, about three D <laughs> I'm sorry, the great thing about three D is you can literally design a box <laughs> and then just make it look like yeah, how right. you wanna approach the person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't have to be real. Mm.
0: Yeah, because if you're putting all like cartoon renders or something up on your Instagram nobody's going to come to you to do
1: photorealistic stuff yeah. pho-
0: photorealistic architecture so you got to start doing that start trying it out experimenting uh, I wouldn't say do it daily because I think that's a lot to do in a day yeah. but there are a lot of things you know Matt where Matt and I come from we we did 3D and, and our art director when we were there mm-hmm. he came from an architectural background so everything he was doing was in 3D Max mm-hmm. uh, we did do a lot of Of architectural renderings for commercials like, you know, somebody standing in a bathroom and it transforms or something, you know, Mm -hmm. we're doing stuff for you know, spots for people who sell windows and the Mm -hmm. windows change and we're showing that these awful awful versions of exteriors (laughs) we were doing. But the one thing that you know, he did teach me anyway when I was building stuff like this were the little details that I didn't know about when it came to architecture right? Mm -hmm. Like, I would make a box and I was like, okay, here's my room. Well, y- you you look at it and you're like, why doesn't this look right? And he's like, well, you have no trim. Yeah, yeah. yeah rooms have trim. Everything has adds to the bevels. Yeah, everything has bevels. Things and that are um, very
5: important.
0: Yeah, and, and and a lot of people don't even really think about that. But yeah, you look look at the trim and the bottom. Look at the carpet. Look at the look at crown molding. Look at. Uh-huh. uh when it comes to windows, gosh, when you're trying to do windows, there's all these little details and stuff in it. And oh,
2: AkiCut um, eats that up. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah, it's it's very um easy to think, oh, it's just a box with some furniture in it, but there's a lot more. Even even uh textures like on a wall, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, you do a flat wall, it's gonna look very flat. Um you've gotta add some texture into it and then maybe a little more broad texture. Um something that I did a lot was I would put some really large scale noise mm-hmm. into a wall, and then I and and then I pull it back a little. So there's just very subtle variations. Yeah,
3: we used to do that.
0: Yeah, get yeah, back on the moved.
3: Yeah, <laughs> now we actually know that you can make semi gloss paint happen on a wall.
0: Right mm-hmm. there, you go. Yeah, I'm always and, tweaking uh, the wall texture. Yeah, and that's something. When I was doing it, we were not on GPU rendering, so it's like, okay, we're just gonna throw this on here and hope for the best. But now, and and if we wanted to put gloss on something, it would increase the render times like exponentially. Back then, and you know, reflections. Um. So, um. So practice, I guess, is the answer. Right? Is there
1: any? Are there any like tips or tricks? that you can think of off the top of your head in order to make a scene look more photorealistic because like, for example, when I was working in V-Ray, um, you know, you'd want to do portal portal uh, portal lights, uh, lights and... on all the windows and stuff. And it'd give mm-hmm. you a much more, you know, pretty looking scene, but that's not, you know, portal materials and octane have never really worked that way. You know, I don't use and, the portal
2: material on Octane yeah, at all. I actually, I, have, I just yeah. put in an area light. <laughs> it's version too. Yeah, yeah, I, I put in an area yeah. light. I, I gave up on the portal materials. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried them again a few months ago and gave up again.
0: Yeah, they don't I seem don't like they do, they, do anything. Anything. Don't they do anything. I don't think they do
2: anything. I don't think they do anything. But if you put a if you put a, a light source in that matches the glass, don't do the whole window. Do the the glass bits between the mullions and things. Um, put that in and uh, then tweak and adjust from there that seems to get a much better result mm-hmm. and then of course you want a bit of daylight coming in through the windows as well yeah, so right we
3: put in actual suns yeah and we actually put in the type of day, the time of day that we want to reflect yeah,
0: right. the right yeah every scene has a different mood and a lot of times the problem that i would have even going into path tracing is that there just wouldn't feel like there's enough light in the room and one of the tricks that a lot of people use they say oh well just turn off a wall well you can't always turn Mm -hmm. off a wall yeah you know so do you you have problems with scenes looking a little dark i I feel like that's an octane architectural Mm -hmm. issue Mm
2: -hmm. no
3: we don't have that issue anymore because like i said we so the bet the best thing about octane is the fact that it literally mocks what you put in yeah So, if you put a light source in, it's going to mock that light source. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when we approach a scene, we literally put in can lights. That's the first thing that happens. So there's the natural sunlight that we start to work with, and then Mm -hmm. we drop in the actual ceiling lights. Like we put in a lighting model into the actual plan, and then he puts in a lighting source and um, moves the direction of the light to fit whatever I need it to point to. Mm-hmm. And then from there, you put in other fake lights here and there.
2: Yeah. Sometimes I set up each scene as though I was doing it with photography. Yep. So, if you've ever done interior photography. Right. Um, setting up soft boxes and things like that around the place. Sometimes I'll head in that direction too. Lately though, you know, I keep all my octane settings cranked all the way up. And just bouncing enough light around, if you've got the mm-hmm. GPU horsepower to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Might as well. It comes up
2: so much more realistic um, yeah. than than putting in the equivalent of studio lights and things. But, I, I, you know, I if I still can't get it, yes, I'll drop in some fake studio lights, but I never go beyond that. If you try too hard, things start washing out. You start getting that plastic look that everybody else okay. has. And as soon as you start heading in that direction, just just stop. Stop. <laughs> start again. Start again. You, you screwed something up. So uh, it's – look, the more horsepower we have under the hood nowadays – um, the easier it is to use more natural light, more bounces. There's, um And to reflect. lately, you know, there's always been this struggle and that clients are always, we want it bright, 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 We're brighter, brighter, brighter. We want everything bright, bright, bright. Nowadays, clients are starting to wake up because in today's world, they're looking at Instagram and they're seeing so much beautiful photography and things getting around. They're letting us make things look more realistic and, yeah. You know, dark shadows and, and things like that and contrast in the scene and, mm-hmm. which lends itself to less lights more processing
0: right Did if somebody comes question? to you if, if it, well um wait what, what was the question I don't <laughs> know where I went then. I'm back
2: there's
0: a, bunch of, there's a bunch of questions in here I guess uh god I had three things um one question was, um, oh, one question is: Have you been, do you work on anything outside of architecture and 3D maybe for fun? Like, and do you, would you do any personal projects or? I wish.
3: No. <laughs> we I always wish. talk about it though.
2: Yeah, we keep thinking about it. We never get the time to, just when we think we might have some time, you know, we need to need to deliver something or make money that's always good yeah um yeah um,
3: nowadays i guess the way that we approach a project too is to make sure that we were trying to do something fresh and Mm -hmm. new so like he got to play with designing a tesla the other day for a project that we have going on
2: we can talk about that one
3: yeah Yeah,
2: it's it's like a (laughs) solar powered place that has uh (laughs) It's a, it's in Puerto Rico. It's got solar power and a lot of really cool features that we've animated and done up. And uh, um, you'll see videos start rolling out in that in the next few days.
3: Yeah, the project uh, opens on the
2: 1st. Yeah, uh, very, very cool stuff. And that's always fun. And, and even today, I was looking at, you know those solar panels I put on the roof? Yeah. I want to redo that clip and have the sun coming down and glistening in the panels and reflecting back oh. up at the camera.
3: So we get to have fun.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
3: sometimes, but as far as pet projects, not really. You
2: I know, wish. Not really. Well, we make our real projects our pet projects. Like some of the images you pulled out before were from a project I did two years ago. Mm-hmm. And but I always wanted to put those sparkly like Christmas lights up a, the, a trunk of a palm tree. I'd never done that before, mm-hmm. oh, so yeah. I went back to that project, which they're still selling. They're selling the the third phase now. So mm-hmm. I wasn't wasting my time. The client would get value out of it. Yeah. And uh, I put the sparkly lights up the tree and tried a few new tricks with water and stuff like that as well. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's when I, I get to have a little bit of personal fun, but it's still work.
0: Sure. I'm guessing that you fake water a little bit for the most part, right? You're not doing like water sims unless it's like a, a feature, right? right? Are, are you yeah, you'll, into you'll,
2: that? you'll see a clip getting around. that has got some nice simulated... Fountain coming, a, a fountain going into a pond, but outside of that, the rest is fake. It's just bumped or displaced. Right. Um, the
0: swimming pools are way too big.
3: Yeah, particles yeah. in the water would chew up memory.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And do you, um, if you do run Sims, what are you, what are you doing? Like if it's a fountain or something? You're just
2: like a fountain. This current one just has a, it's a slit in a little wall, and the water comes out and falls into a, a little pond, and then trickles through to the swimming pool.
0: And, and so are you I needed using particles it? for that. What kind of? What is that? I well, I bought that one, which was uh, great.
2: Uh, but I've got what? Are, there's two that you get in Cinema 40. What are they? Uh, Thinking uh, particles. And there's the other one. You're talking about X particles. The X particles oh, third not, party isn't, plug-in.
1: isn't included.
2: Yeah. Could be X enough, particles. Sure. Could be I. I'm new to it, and I'm new to things like fire and stuff like
0: that too. Yeah. Sway so for Ambergen. Yeah, yeah. Ambergen oh, I've got it. Integrated. I've made oh, some Ambergen God. stuff, and I've used it and, and redid some projects with it, too. It's great. I love it. Yeah. I got a link for you, actually, uh, and that's my only my only uh, link. Uh, is that one earlier? Oh, no, no. I already talked about that, didn't I? The basketball hoop. Um, yeah, but uh, the other Ambergen. link that I do have is I just wanted to mention real quick before I forget. Um, There is a video called Safety First, 599 Days of the Invisible Wall. So check that out. I just Hmm. wanted to get my links in before I forgot today. Um, The uh, other questions that I had for you, uh, there's one from Brett Lewis that says, what do you use for 3D crowds?
2: I use um, Anima. What is it called? Anima? Anima. A-N-I-M-A by A-X-Y-Z. Um, they have a wonderful set of tools for populating things with people doing all kinds of stuff and weird things and and crowds and stuff Um, it's it's pretty damn good and it works quite smoothly polygon count gets a little high though so I can't wait until I can afford more 3090 cards yeah. To uh or handle that. <laughs> yeah, <I don't> <laughs> you know, finding, finding that would be the issue. Yeah, finding oh, you can have one if you're prepared to spend a whole lot of money. Yeah, 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 for
0: sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at this uh this site right now. There you go. I'll That's it. Um, mute it here so I can play this video and see what we got. But uh standard corporate video, something something. Come on, get to the three D stuff. Let's yeah, see what yeah. we got here. Here we go. Yeah. People, people, there we go. Ooh. Oh, wow, there, there is a lot of control in that. Yeah,
4: yeah.
3: they I'll actually don't out. look bad either. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because I've looked for people for stuff before, but uh, sometimes it's slim pickings. Like, sometimes they're, yeah. you know, or they expensive look or fake. they look awful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this looks like you have a lot of control over what the people are doing and everything. So um, do you use render farms? Um, I avoid so them. Mm-hmm.
3: It depends I, on the project, how large it is, the time frame that we have to pump it
2: out. Mm-hmm. I would rather just buy another video card yeah. right. or build another, yeah. or build another <laughs> yeah. machine than use a render farm.
3: We have two machines, so they kind of pump out. They can again.
2: just, they can just keep up with us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, the GPU shortage really mess with us. And last year, we yeah. actually had a rendering bottleneck. Yeah, as as Kathy would know. Yeah. Yes, we had a rendering bottleneck.
3: So the time to deliver was creeping up.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Try render. Try the render network. network, Yeah, we we
2: did too. And that that was so full of bugs that I had to throw out half of what I had processed. And, of course, you don't get a refund. So um, I just.
3: That's another reason why we keep on our own systems because a lot of things can happen. Yeah, midway can, through we can just stop
2: it's probably the one it's probably the one biggest thing we don't even outsource our projects i mean almost every arc company in the usa now just outsources everything to florida they're just a little yeah <laughs> um we we don't and it's when we lose control when it comes to our rendering, do our work and everything else, the wheels start falling off. The Clients quality get drops. angry, quality drops, everything else. So, yeah. having our our own in-house rendering, I can afford to do something and throw it away tomorrow if I don't like it. Right,
0: right, and do it yeah. again. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, talk to me about. about I, w- I was going to say, oh, talk so to me good. about.
1: Uh, you guys are in um, the Bahamas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does how 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 does it and. Do clients uh, talk to me about uh, how a project goes? Like working in the Bahamas, I can't. I can't assume that there's. I, I don't know, but it
0: is a it is a luxury island. Are you talking about I, like people like like getting being jobs and stuff like that? You know, so
3: we don't have work here. Yeah, I, I, most I of mean, our work is we have the- we
2: have no projects. In no, the Bahamas, so right.
3: All of our work is either in the United States or anywhere around the world. So the Caribbean, uh-huh. and then I guess the so- Middle East. Mm-hmm. So basically, uh we just have a social presence and people know that who we are. Mm-hmm. So we jump on a boat head over to Florida and then meet the clients, get on site. Mm-hmm. He takes his photos and then we jump back and we do our work here.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: But Oops. uh I mean it's only a few hours away. It's thirty minutes by flight,
2: yeah, four hours on four list.
3: hours on the boat. No.
2: By That's the time we by the time by the time we get out of the canal here, we're we're pulling up in, in Miami about four four and a half hours later. Yeah, yeah. And um, not- we just park. We go we go see all our job sites. We go see our clients. We take whatever pictures we have to take. Maybe hang out for a, a week, have a vacation from the Bahamas, right? Sure. And, <laughs> then, <laughs> and then cruise back and get into our our work and stuff. Because yeah, I've worked from home for. Very very long time.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: So, and it looks like you guys probably work from home too. We do. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. exactly. So my home happens to be in the Bahamas. That's, that's yeah. Nice.
0: And and is that where you all met, or, or did you yeah. go out there yeah. later? Oh, you met there. Okay, hmm. I was curious about how both of you ended up there. But so I'm Bahamian. I'm from. Bahamas.
3: Okay.
2: Okay. And I'm from Australia. Yeah. So um, what when did brought you move you to the Bahamas? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I had so much work going on uh, in the USA, but I didn't want to live in the USA. I wanted to live in the Bahamas for various reasons. And uh, so, I bought this place. Um, Maybe that was a good idea. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. (laughs) Um, And I don't know. This is just the way it's evolved. Now that everybody's comfortable with it remotely, and I look, and everybody communicates via email. Look, the only time your phone rings nowadays is somebody's trying to sell you a a car warranty, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. Uh Exactly. So the world has changed. And um, as long as I can get on site, I mean, I, I can be in anywhere in the USA tonight if I need to be. Right. Um, so I can get to a client. I can be on the job site. And even if I was based in Florida all the time, well, how's that going to help my clients in New York or Saudi Arabia? Or right. Right. Something. So yeah, It it it's might. It's so as well funny. Be the same,
3: Everybody please. adjusted to Corona. We stayed the same. Yeah, we stayed
0: exactly <laughs> the <right>. same. <laughs> I feel like we kind of did the same thing yeah. too. You know, like we were just we were already kind of doing this thing. And and that's the thing. It starts with an email or a text or, or however you get introduced to somebody and then it goes to a zoom call
2: mm-hmm. and yep.
0: you never even get on the phone. So what does it matter where you are unless you've got to go to the job site? So.
2: Yeah. Well, you've got to, but we, we well, still go to every job site. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We go on every site. Yeah. We you,
3: meet every client.
2: You cannot genuinely do a job unless you can walk all over the site, see what's around get right. a feel for it and, and understand it. the client, and the project. But that's actually fun. Yeah. That's one of the more fun parts of the job.
0: Yeah, get out and get out. That's why Matt has to go check out a camp Mm -hmm. for Camp MoGraph. He got to go on site and go check it out tomorrow. Yeah, Mm -hmm. three questions. Uh, One of them in the chat here, and I remembered my other two. Uh, Brett also asked, what about trees and trees blowing in the wind? And and do you make them blow in the wind or you just kind of leave them static? I didn't know. Forrester.
2: Forrester. Yeah, we. Forrester. Frog or um, I've still got Tree, Tree Pro or something by Onyx. Mm -hmm. Um, But the last job that, well, this Puerto Rico one we were talking about, I've got some beautiful stuff blowing in the breeze on that one, and that was mostly Forester. Mm -hmm. Um, I have not had to model a tree blowing in the breeze for a long time now. I don't even know if I remember how to do it anymore.
0: Um, if if a client comes to you, though, and they have a specific texture that they need, and, yeah. and this is something Matt did for a living, yes, uh, and it was a lot of work, uh, yes. do, do you yeah. go down that route of of like actually having to take a picture and yeah. do like, the normal map and all of that? Yeah. You, you've got to be prepared to do it. You've got to know how to do it. And I'm
2: really shocked that sometimes I see new people in the game don't know how to make a texture from scratch.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You've got to... I mean, Grayscale Gorilla makes it so easy having all their whole texture packs and you just like drag and drop, drag and drop, drag and drop. We use the the CG uh, CG
2: axis uh, PBR textures a lot too. um, PBR
3: textures are awesome.
2: But you've still got to know how to get a a cruddy old picture from from an interior designer that she took with her phone. Yeah. And turn it into a good texture, even though the light's all different on one side. And it's oh,
3: man, it used to be so frustrating in the beginning because mm-hmm. people don't understand photo quality.
2: Yes. And that's yeah. the most
3: frustrating thing ever. Fortunately, their
2: iPhones have become so much better now. Now it yeah. is,
3: but yeah. back then you have to crop something and then go into Photoshop, put in 10 tiles. To mm-hmm.
2: yep. It used yep. to be frustrating. Oh, the tiles. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, and it can't look repeating at all. No, so no you, make sure. you can't. Yeah. Nope.
3: Clone this one,
1: flip this one. Mm-hmm. It used to be frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was going to ask something. I don't remember what uh, it is now.
0: Brett in the, in the chat also asked Have you tried saving like an, a model and bringing it into Unreal Engine? Have you done anything in trying to utilize some <laughs> real time? I'm learning Unreal. We're working uh, on it. It's
3: on my computer. We're waiting for something. Brigade. Yeah, we're waiting for to Brigade Brigade.
0: So that was that was my can, next question. Can, can, can you hear? Can yes. you,
3: We're excited for. Brigade. Can
2: you hear all four of us? Otoy? toy <laughs> yeah.
3: brigade, brigade, brigade,
4: oh, brigade. Yeah, I've yes.
3: opened up uh, Unreal, and what's the other one? Unity. Other one. Uh,
1: Unity.
4: Yeah, I've opened
3: up Unity. Mm-hmm. I've I've started learning U- Unity, but obviously Unreal works best for us. Mm-hmm. But I'm okay. I'm excited about the brigade launch because it will make everything so much easier. But we yeah. are looking into real time. Mm-hmm.
2: We, we we want to go there, but and but if when we go there, we want it to be awesome, yeah, like right. really awesome, we have people look at and quality. go, oh my god, like, we can't believe this is so incredible. And I think Brigade's probably going to get us there and yeah. keep keep our workflow the same. Like yeah, we're, we're exactly because I don't like I'm very dogmatic. I have systems, and I, and I and for an old guy, I love to learn new stuff. Mm-hmm. But I like my but. systems, and <laughs> yes. Brigade allows me to keep my system, develop the system, and get every. There's an airplane flying over the top here, you. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and And you just keep everything running smoothly all the way through the, the, the process. Um, if I have to export into Unity yeah, or Unreal and then, then rejig everything again, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then what happens, and let me tell you something, it always happens in this game changes yeah. they're always yeah. changing stuff constantly yes. and this yeah. is why i like my systems a client can come to me with a huge change on a building and i can have it to him in an hour yeah
0: yeah yeah absolutely <clears throat> and i need well, and we're i gonna... need
2: to maintain that flexibility and brigade i think is the key to doing that
4: yeah
0: yeah we're, we're gonna we're gonna you know get some more info out of jules here uh, he's going to be on the show um the monday after thanksgiving mm-hmm. uh Just talking about date. some of the what, a date. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's soon. I, I you know it's soon not to do that anymore. It's got to
4: Yeah. It's, it's they're, they're be very soon.
0: good with the roadmap though. Yeah. And they have said that it's going to be in this next beta version. I think that's, that's mm-hmm. coming out soon or whatever. And we're going to ask him, you know, it looks like he's been a little busy with some, yeah. some other things, which we'll talk about in the drop later, yeah, totally. But, um but yeah, um you know, I, I do know that last time we talked to Jules, some of the brigade stuff, some of the elements from regular octane mm-hmm. didn't work in there like fog yeah. or, or stuff, for example. And I know that um, they were working on that. And now a lot of it is working. Yeah. So I'm, uh, we've Matt seen and I it. It's were, cool. We've seen it in action in, in LA and mm-hmm. um, it's, it's great. And I'm just like dying to, to mess yeah, with yeah. it. Same, same here.
2: Same game
1: here. Changer. We, you get, you get that and you get it together and do. it's just
2: like psh, done. Yeah. You know, yeah. We already know what we're going to do with it.
3: Yeah, we already have it planned <laughs> We've got out. Got
2: it all planned out. We got to ramp like, down.
3: We're just waiting for it to launch.
0: Just give us the software, yeah. guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you tend to work at all on any of the beta builds of Octane, or do you stick with no, the only stables?
2: I, I haven't done beta version for Archicad or Cinema 4D or anybody for a very long time now. We're so
3: time sensitive that we don't. We can't afford to Sorry. have. Something
2: mess up. And and I'm a a perfectionist and everything. I I, I can't afford glitches or bugs. I don't like letting clients down. And and beta software is going to take you down that path where you're Mm going to have a really upset client at some point. For sure.
0: Yeah. I know like Brigade will start out in beta. Now, one of the things that I have done with Octane in the past is after a beta has been out for quite a while, Mm -hmm. you know, when it's like almost a stable version released, I'll, try it out it's tempting yeah. and brigade may tempt me to do yeah
2: that too. i might
3: download it and play yeah. around yeah. with it to see how it works first
2: i mean I, it might tempt me i probably will because <laughs> we do have a lot of, we do have a lot of big plans for brigade
3: yeah so we might have to play around with the beta and see how it works make sure everything yeah. works properly make
1: sure they do it our way yeah
3: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. well you'll that's a regret, good thing you'll though. like it and then you'll want to sell all those 3090s for profit
2: Right
1: there. <laughs> I know but, but uh,
0: my electricity
2: bill will go down yeah. Yeah. I can't wait
0: <laughs> that's something that, that Otoy is really good at though is um, he's taking the suggestions to heart so yeah. I think if you start playing in Brigade mm-hmm. and Beta and you get into the forums I think they're really going to listen to mm-hmm. what you have to say I think also, as long
1: can... as they can get shadows and they can get the uh, uh, aliasing correct if they can get those yeah. two things like looking real good. Well shadows would it's, determine it's, it's
3: everything for them in real time.
1: What?
2: what?
3: Shadows determines everything in real time.
1: One hundred percent.
2: Yeah. 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 So yeah. I, mean, I,
1: I tried uh, I Redshift RT like last week or something, just playing around with a cube and a plane, you know? Yeah. It's like you could you could immediately tell the difference when you turned it on and off. You know, mm-hmm. it was cool working in it, you know, and being able to just go around and see it all in real time. But, you know, you could definitely tell the difference. And, you know, right. I think that's going to be a big determining yeah. factor. That's my big determining factor with Unreal is the yeah. uh, the aliasing. Aliasing.
2: Yeah. yeah. I'm keen to see it because uh, still renderings, we can still crank those out the old way. No worries. They only take a few hours, mm-hmm. even at, at 16,000 samples. Mm-hmm. Um, but animations and stuff, if we can get the quality we want to, it's not just the ability to now push out even more animation faster for less consumption of energy,
4: mm-hmm.
2: but, but also the real time aspect, uh, where we could do things like pixel streaming and things in and actually bring the, the work we do right now straight to the buyers of, of condominiums. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where we want to go, but we don't want to do it the way people are doing it now, where it's just ugly. We we won't release anything <clears throat> that's ugly.
3: Yeah, we right. have to keep our quality.
4: Yeah, safe. We, we've
2: got to say, I'd Rather not have a new bit of. T- I'm, I'm I'm like Mercedes. Yeah, you know, BMW will put the latest and greatest stuff on, on the Japanese go the latest. Whereas Mercedes, I'll I'll come up with like this this case, and i will perfect it. Mm-hmm. And that that's it. This is now the perfect case, and uh, we won't release anything unless we think it's it's. It really is good and ready, and it's perfect.
1: Yeah. So, yeah.
0: yeah uh, Jags. Jag says uh, chiming in to say that motion blur is also critical in real time. Yes. Yeah, I think that's going to be. it. I mean, there's a great motion blur in Unreal. Yeah, uh, for, for sure. You. So, um, uh, where are we at on time here? We should probably uh, we should probably ask you some of your favorite things here. Yes. Um, we're going to move into the rest of real quick. I'll be right back. Matt's going to run to the restroom, and we'll quickly go through this list here, and we're going to get some of your favorites and see if any of this influences your architectural renderings. But I don't know about that. We'll we'll see. Uh, Number one is tell us your favorite movie.
3: I have two. My two favorites are Pride and Prejudice, Jane Austen, Mm -hmm. and Pretty Woman.
2: All right. Now, there's no 3D in those, are they supposed to have 3D <laughs> no in those? No 3D in those. Yeah, I <laughs> guess the question would be, how
0: does that influence? <laughs> how, does <laughs>
4: how does Julia Roberts
0: influence?
3: I mean, it, it doesn't. As far be. as 3D, my, I like all Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> They're, I watch every single one. So,
0: and the I stuff on the, the shows, too, the uh, WandaVision.
3: Yeah, I watch them all. I'm a Marvel person.
0: I'm, I'm really blown away at what they're doing just for TV shows now. It's I know. Just
3: the quality is insane yeah. The real time, real, real film over, patched over 3D is awesome now. The quality yeah. is amazing.
0: And what about
2: you, Steve? Um, you know, I, I still love Avatar. I, I love yeah. the way they, they put it together, I love their designs, I, I love uh, the atmospheres they created. And while we can produce stuff a lot better than that now, um, I, th- I think it was great. And there was one movie. You remember Final Fantasy? Mm-hmm. Oh, I played that over and over and over again. Some of the stuff they got together on that, and this is going back years, as you'd know, years and years. Um, I really liked those for 3D um, because they both pioneered it. I mean, they, they, they went places that no one had been to before. And uh, came up with some really good stuff. Outside of that, you know, I don't really pay that much attention anymore. It's just such a norm nowadays. You can tell the difference between good and bad. But I'm not blown away by some people's attempts anymore. I expect high quality.
0: Right. Um, So, yeah. And what about TV shows? And and I guess a question to add to this is do you ever – Put anything on while you're you're working? Do you put on the TV or? The
3: <clears throat> yeah, I work to all background noise. It's usually YouTube though.
0: <laughs> yeah. So mm-hmm.
3: most of the stuff then, that I listen to or watch are based on interior design or something with drama. That's
0: cool. Yeah, this was gonna ask like, do you, so? Uh, well, I guess what TV shows like real TV shows do you watch, and then what do you watch? On YouTube? What what types of. Do you have like a, f- a favorite channel or.?
3: So uh, I like creative people as far mm-hmm. as um, design and DIY. Okay. So Mr. Kate is really big for me on YouTube.
4: Who
1: is um,
3: that? Mr. Kate, she's an interior designer on YouTube.
1: Okay.
3: Uh, it's her and her family, and she does uh, work, interior design work. And then, as far as I'm Netflix, I Netflix it out. So every single series <laughs> on Netflix, I think I've watched. <laughs>
0: what's That's the funny. What's the latest?
3: Lucifer.
1: Lucifer. Oh, okay. 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 Haven't watched that. It's Anything, a, with, watch spaceships Anything yeah. with spaceships to me?
0: Anything with spaceships? Yeah. What about music?
3: I'm not a big music person. Uh, I listen to mainly pop and then reggae. I'm not okay. a really big music person. i rather have someone talking in my ear than someone singing. <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> I get distracted you, pretty quickly too.
0: Yeah, and that was going to be my question is, do you get distracted by the talk sometimes when you're trying to concentrate? Sometimes I have to flip to like music with no words or something. You yeah,
3: know? yeah, so you know. if it's something for me to focus, I typically just listen to like an audio book or something that I'm not going to pay attention to. Uh So something that I've I've watched millions of times over, like Shameless, I would just watch Uh that. Like I've watched, I've binged that like 10 times. So Uh, something that that I've watched over and over and over again, I would put on background noise if I don't need a focus, if I do need a focus.
2: Uh (coughs) But sitting here
3: listening to computers roar.
2: And in the spaceships. (laughs)
3: Anything
0: with <laughs> any any music with spaceships? Oh uh, uh, yeah, just spaceship um, well, sound effects. Jefferson day. Starship.
2: Well, first of all, keep in mind I'm I'm as old as dirt, and and just like you guys, I got guitars and stuff everywhere. So my musical taste is all over the place. So it depends on what day it is, what mood I'm in, and, and what I'm consuming at the time.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so it can go for anywhere from Pink Floyd to um, Pink Floyd. to uh, Bach, Ste- Steely
0: Dan. Yes. Just could, a could, could I'm any, just taking a wild guess. I'm just taking a wild guess.
2: Man, any, I, I appreciate all music at any particular time. Uh, I love to pick up a guitar and play or make up something new. Um, I love it all. Um, it just depends what the mood is and what's going down. Not many people actually get that. As a musician, you probably would. It's, you've got to appreciate it all, really. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Randy, do you play music as well?
3: No. Like,
0: like an instrument?
3: <laughs> no. Because
0: we, we kind of have theories about three D people and and We've yeah, our, our theory is in, that uh, every
1: three D person musicians. is just a failed musician. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I would not even attempt I wouldn't know what to weird. I have no like rhythm as far as of three
2: D people do have guitars and stuff hanging right? around their desk, don't
1: Yeah. They? yeah. We're all just that. failed musicians
0: weird link or something and at that place that matt and i used to work at we were sitting in a room one day and we realized that every single person there could play some mm-hmm. sort of instrument we're like let's start a band, start a band.
2: in australia i, I yeah. had quite a few guys working for me in australia and pretty much everybody played except for the cad guys the cad guys couldn't play shit yeah
1: <laughs> there were too all technical. the 3d guys yeah, yeah, yeah we're, give we're them some all... synthesizers i bet i bet they might do something <laughs> yeah it's all math
0: <laughs> um, okay, another question would be, you, both of y'all's favorite plugin. I'm interested to hear, yeah. and not a render engine.
1: Yeah, not Octane.
0: I mean, it could be an architecture plugin, sure. or it could be a, it, it could be I anything love the really.
3: Textures. Any plugin that has something to do with textures for me is awesome, and it's because, like I said, simulating real life. Mm-hmm. So. <clears throat> Anything as far as like a texture plugin or something new where I can get like metal to look like metal or uh, silk to look like silk. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, the qual- even wood. Like nowadays, there's, I, I never get tired of going through a library full of wood. It's, it's, mm-hmm.
2: it's, it's That's not really plugins though. So, no, it's not, yeah.
0: It's hard. Oh. It's hard to find good wood textures, and then ones that yeah. you know. Some have to be good close up. Some have to be good yeah. from far away, so they don't look tiled. And mm-hmm. it's hard to find that right. Well, one thing. plugin that I use every day without
2: fail is Arian Effects, and it's an older plugin. It's a tone mapping plugin, um, and it How works in that? Photoshop. A r i o n f x and it's a tone mapping plugin. Uh, when we Every rendering we produce, we save it out as a 32-bit EXR. Mm-hmm. And it does Oof. a very good job of tone yeah, mapping, in, including our animations. They're all 32-bit EXRs. So I mean, have some, some hard that drive work space? exactly? <gasps> <gasps> files are massive. Um, yeah. it's, it's tone mapping. And yeah. ha- have it, try it out. I think they have a demo version. And it's, um, it really brings up a lot of Nice tones and details in in 32-bit images. So that's probably the only plugin I enjoy and I use every day. Outside of that, yeah, Forest it can be great. Mm, yeah, we we, we, so we already sure said we can't choose. That's octone. cool.
1: Chromatic aberration um, and vignetting. That's neat. Ooh, a I'm good question here. This. this is they've got one. They've got it for After Effects as well.
2: Yeah. So we export a, a sequence of EXRs. Uh-huh. And um, then apply Aryan effects to it, and do some tone mapping over the top of it, and it gives us a really good head start before I even get into any other kind of grading and toning right. and stuff.
0: Uh, two good questions here in the in the chat, actually. Uh, number one, do you use Substance Designer or Substance nope. Painter? No. Nope. Uh, do you do you have any interest in it? Do you think it would be helpful? I I feel like um, that. You know, could be I've never been in drawn situations. to it.
2: I've, ne- I've never been drawn to it. Um, I, I, should look at it one day, shouldn't I?
0: Yeah, in really all the cool
1: spare time, time that I have to create <laughs> custom tex- textures.
0: Well, and the okay. thing, like they have like that auto texture thingy, where it will just take a file and turn it into a texture. Oh, it's always anything, a great start. Anything auto, I definitely would need to look <laughs> at.
3: Wait, yeah. does it handle like hair? That would be something. If it handles like fur and hair.
0: For I don't, I don't know if it does that. Well, we make our uh, own in here now. You make real here That would hair.
3: be the only texture that I think we would have a big issue with.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. when we, when we can, when we can finally get some new video cards, we won't have an issue with that either.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and and do you use IES uh, lights for anything? Yes, um,
2: sometimes. Depends how I feel. If I'm getting the look <laughs> I want. Um
0: do clients uh, ever say, "I'm going to use these particular fixtures," and here's the IES data? Or
3: no, I don't <laughs> think they know what
1: that is.
0: <laughs> yeah, it it like it seemed like it was a thing as far as like when we were working at that place and people yeah. would talk about it. You know, like oh, you uh, got
1: to use IES. It's like yeah, use IES. Okay.
0: This exact IES light. You got to go get this stuff off their website. And I was curious how how much people mm. really care about that no. but. Yeah. they just want it to look good yeah, with us they if if it, if it, it's a rule if it looks great
2: then it is
3: the only thing oh, our God. clients are particular about is things that they actually have to put in the unit like appliances or
2: mm-hmm. fixtures. Yes, right. but
3: outside Specific. of that they don't
2: yeah and I've got IAS lights like all the, the downlights and stuff you see I've got a, a, a lovely file that I use over and over and over and over and over again I just love it mm-hmm. so much it does a nice job Sometimes I mess with those, but clients do not dictate that at all. No, They don't want to, our clients give us a job and they expect us to come back to them really soon with some great stuff. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to get on the phone. They don't want a million emails backwards and forwards. They don't know what an, an IES is. They, they don't care. Um, they, just, they just want results.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, another question here, do you, do you ever use... Sketchup models Do you import Sketchup models Oh man
2: <laughs> We had a
0: project
3: <laughs> No it's We had a project
0: where, Oh John's project Yeah Oh
2: my god We
3: had a project Where someone used Sketchup before mm-hmm. And It just Was a nightmare No no So Next um, subject Importing mm-hmm. it Into <laughs> Cinema 4D Just The polygon level Just crashed mm. the scene
2: Sketchup is a wonderful thing For the morons That have to use it Okay mm. <laughs> but for professional work, for professional yeah. work, just, just just don't talk to me about SketchUp. So <laughs> really,
3: it was a disaster.
2: Yeah, we, we, And we, we fell into that stupid trap where the client said, could you give me a little discount if we give you the model to start with? And he was desperate. Oh. We, we wanted to make him happy and we said yes. And it made it worse. It made it so much worse. Yeah, so, at no, the no. end of
3: the day, it was was a disaster. Yeah, so but it's just basically we start
2: from scratch from Archicad, no more yeah. no SketchUp, no SketchUp. We build
3: everything from scratch. It makes things easier for changes because it's going to happen. The windows are going to move a ten inch. Yeah,
2: and yeah, there's going to be changes, and SketchUp can't do can't handle that. I mean, yeah. whereas Archicad. Just eats it up all day long. Want to yeah. move the window? Sure. Fine. Move it. Boom.
3: Send us the DWG. We'll do it ourselves.
2: We'll build it from scratch. Yeah. Uh, no more SketchUp. No more. It, yeah. It's it's a great tool for its purpose, but when it comes to large projects and when it comes to things that have constant changes and alterations, it's a disaster. It's, a disaster.
0: Mm-hmm. it's good to know, though. It's mm-hmm. good to know for yeah. people getting into it. Just, just yeah. avoid it.
2: No. Well, no. It depends. It, it depends. <laughs> I mean. Run. For us, for our for our business model, it doesn't mm-hmm. work. It causes yeah. us way more pain than than anything yeah. else. But for other people, it, it would be brilliant.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I also don't think that the quality is that. I've never seen a SketchUp yeah uh, rendering, and I'm like, oh my god, that is beautiful. Right. I've not.
0: It, right. Yeah, it's more about the the instant gratification the, form, the dimensions the yeah. dimensions and just like here's here's a design it doesn't have to yeah. be perfect. it doesn't have to be perfect render but it's perfect uh perfect for you to see mm-hmm. yeah
2: and it's yeah.
0: great for that mm-hmm. it's really really good for that
3: i think it's good for people mm-hmm. who don't know 3d perspective yeah
2: mm-hmm. yeah it's it, yeah. it, it's like one of those instant gratification things you can get into it quickly you can get results out of it quickly you know you've got a lot of flexibility in what you can do but it can't get you to
5: that next level. Hi, my name is Sashia Dumont. I'm a writer, actor, and filmmaker.
2: Hi, my name is Paul Robinson. I'm a director, DP, and filmmaker. We are the creators and hosts of the Go
1: Gorilla Filmcast, an online source for all things indie film.
5: We are a husband and wife film team and co-owners of Send3 Productions, and we started this podcast for filmmakers like ourselves who were producing on micro-budgets with Skeleton Crews.
1: Go Gorilla is a weekly podcast that features various talents in TV, film, and web series productions.
5: We've interviewed filmmaker powerhouses like Kestrin Pantera,
1: Richard Raymond,
5: Alex Ferrari, Cassandra Ebner, and Ryan Connolly. Amazing actors like Hannah Ward, Lou Taylor-Pucci, Chris Wataski, and Eileen Gruba. Groundbreaking cinematographers like Jody Lee Lipes,
1: Jessica Lee Ganyi, and many more.
5: We also offer weekly reviews of our favorite films and shows, which vary from low budget first time filmmakers to A listers and everyone in between. Go Gorilla is proud to announce that we have officially joined the MoGraph Podcast Network. So if
1: you love filmmaking as much as we do,
5: tune in every Sunday for a new episode of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your, your source, source for, for all things, things indie film. film. Now available on the MoGraph Podcast Network. Yeah.
0: All right, next one on our list is your favorite life hack. Now, this is tough, but our example of this is from Mitch Myers, and he says, turn the toaster on its side and make some bomb-ass grilled cheese. Now, your life hack doesn't necessarily have to be something super, food related, like, hacky <laughs> like that or food-related. It can be something useful, productivity-related or whatever it is. But what is, what is something that you feel like is, is a constant thing that you're doing that's like your hack, your thing? Wow. And I feel like productivity is probably a, uh, something that, that you would come up with, you know? Probably.
2: We probably have so many. We, we don't do anything like anybody else.
3: As far as productivity, I have an app. and It's so funny because I use an app to stay off my phone. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's an app that I, I upload everything that I need to do for that day because it's all over the place. And then I put a time because so the app has a, a task and then the time to complete it. And then it has like a countdown. And then after that, I give myself a break. Because I'm usually on my computer from like 8 o'clock in the morning until like 8 o'clock in the night.
4: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I know a lot so, of people that do that. Yeah. I mean, you want, even
0: Beeple <laughs> does the uh Beeple does the 40, what is it? How many minutes does Beeple go? He'll set those timers. Oh, he and, set
1: it for an hour when we were at camp.
0: An hour? (laughs) Well, that's because, yeah. But I know a lot of people who will set a timer, Mm -hmm. and um, even if they don't stop and take a break, it's just good to know, okay, hey, it's been X amount of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've done
3: this. Put so much time into that, and I can reward something
0: else. 3D
2: gives you the ability to do that, too, because there's always times when you can tell your computer to do something while you go do
0: something else. Mm -hmm. Right. It's a good excuse to go surf Reddit or TikTok. Yeah, that's for sure.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, or play boats. Or play
2: boats. I love playing yeah. World. Of, I play World of Warships Blitz all the time with my buddies <laughs> online on Discord.
3: Yeah, it's like silence, and nice. then you hear pew, pew, pew. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, that's
0: okay. what we forgot to ask: is video games. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, that World of Warships, Warships Blitz for me. Cause... I. T- yeah.
3: I suck at them. I have no that's good funny. hand-eye coordination. So. <laughs> Such good video games.
0: Well, Y'all could probably join us maybe sometime. Uh, and and I got to get Matt to do this too. Um, Windbush's game night is a lot of fun. Like yeah, I we get to. on the Discord. Like here, here's an example. Here's how it went this week. This is why it's so fun. We we bust out the the laptop, uh-huh. and my daughter and I go outside. We're sitting by the fire outside on the new patio. We stream the iPad to the TV, and it's on Discord. Yeah. And we, uh, in this particular, uh, week we played, um, Jackbox, which is a whole bunch of like little games where you can, you know, draw stuff and people guess there's some great games in it. Um, but essentially the disc, the person running the discord puts the main screen up. So we had it up on our screen and then you can use an iPhone and iPad, anything. Like There's no app. You just go to the website and you log in and, y- and you play each other. But one of the, the games was, um, there was all this stuff where you draw and you have to mm-hmm. guess what people draw or you have to finish the drawing or whatever. One of them was there were six of us playing and there you you have to finish a six frame animation for each person. So everybody starts with a frame and then it mixes it up and then the next person has to draw the next frame mm-hmm. of the animation and all the other people are drawing the next frame of the other animations. And in the yeah. end, you have six animations that are six frames each. That's cool. And you only see the onion skin from the last frame. Mm-hmm. So so in the end, you have these funny little animations because everybody was just guessing what the next frame would be. Mm-hmm. So these little cool. loops. But what's fun is getting on, on Windbush's server because we, we were sitting outside. We were hanging with, like, uh, who were we hanging with? Windbush, EJ, uh, EJ's brother... Mm-hmm. Uh who else was there? Uh Kenza James I'm sorry whoever I'm forgetting but um it's it was I don't know it's just fun it's our Saturday night thing now so so just hit up Windbush if you wanna if you wanna hang with us on that on Saturday nights. It's like ten o'clock at night, late night games. Um yeah, we normally start at four in the morning. Jeez. Yeah we call that what's a your what's your time zone? Uh, we're on New York time, Miami, New York
2: time. No. Eastern? Eastern, oh. yeah. yeah.
0: Eastern time. Is it different there? Like, is the... I don't know exactly where you are. Like, when you get up at 4 a.m., is it one of those places where the sun comes out, like, super early? No, that'd be... Oh, it's, exactly, just, it's exactly the
2: same as Miami. The same, yeah. the same as Miami. We're only, like, yeah. 90
0: miles away from, from yeah. Miami. We're really close. Okay. I didn't know if you were further east or... Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... Me and geography is not. Yeah. <laughs> if
1: we if we drive
0: if we drive due west from here, we'll hit Palm Beach. Yeah, it was weird because I never really realized that the difference that uh, how far you are west or east is in a in a time zone really makes a huge difference. Because like I'm in Dallas right now, it's getting dark at like five o'clock because we had the the time change. But when I lived in Nashville, I was way east. Mm-hmm. And I still was in the same time zone, but on the edge of the time zone, and it would get dark at four. Oh. So I didn't know, yeah. Um, but um, anyway, so you get up at, at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. You watch Melbourne, the sunrise Melbourne. on the, on the yeah. beach? or
3: No, I go to the gym. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, all I,
0: right. And, 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 mm-hmm. I, and
2: I switch on Discord, and all the guys start turning up, and we make our coffee, and then we, we, play, uh, we play boats, and we blow <laughs> stuff up. We blow up other people and stuff, and we laugh a lot, and then work everybody stuff. goes to work.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> sounds like Ten my pop. day. Hop on Discord, and drink me. coffee. <laughs> but uh, no, that's, it's, that's that's about it. It's uh, that's that's my gaming, and we've got a really good crew. We've got our own channel. We call the Shack, and some of them are listening right now and texting me while while we talk, <laughs> and. Uh, nice. And uh, it's uh, it costs way less than going and having a beer, and um, uh-huh. it's a lot of morning. fun, and the people are all like, yeah, it's a great time. It is. <laughs> Nobody bothers me at four thirty in the morning. It's a, you know, it's it's so nice here at that hour. Now I'm, I'm gonna go for a bike ride or something, and then get into work.
0: I think uh, I need to stick with this. I we had the time change the other day, and I made a very big point to still get up at. The same time my body thought it was supposed to get up so yeah. get up an hour early so that now i'm i'm on an earlier schedule i got up because i just added one hour the other which day which was like great.
1: half an hour later than which i normally would have you know mm-hmm. it was technically 7 30 or whatever well have you got school but
2: runs I, or something like that to work to when you work from home, it doesn't yeah. really matter what the time is. But if you've got well, kids I got kids. I
0: got to get the kids to yeah. school. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: But it's great waking up. It was great waking up at 6.30 this morning. I felt good. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. Well, uh, we got some crypto stuff. Yeah. Let's go to over to the about. drop. There's a lot to talk uh, about. Yeah. I think we need to go to the drop. Here we go. The drop. The drop. Dog. Is this <laughs> the
1: fucking mic? This is exactly what I should be doing. <laughs> What's up and welcome to this week's episode of The Drop, your weekly source for all things NFT and crypto art, as well as upcoming drops by notable people in the MoGraph industry. I'm Matt Milstead. Joining me, as always, is Dave Koss. Joining us this week is Randy Miller and Steve Bell from Arcaform 3D. Um, lots-
0: and if you're wondering sometimes why people are on the show with us, if you just watch The Drop, <laughs> yeah. and you're like, why aren't these people like really They're not talking about their NFTs? Sometimes they don't participate in nft yeah they're joining us from the other part of the show this is come check out the mograph podcast you'll enjoy it right right um let's
1: see let me go to the mograph live the drop list for this week um a lot of a lot of big nft news um and i'm I'm gonna jump into i'm gonna jump over some to some stuff uh right now uh dave the the render token stuff so Uh um one render tokens be popping right now Render tokens are. Let me see what they're up to because I think it's like two dollars and uh, two dollars and thirty. Come on, two dollars twenty three cents, which uh, uh, a week ago is like a dollar eight per render token, which is great. So if you're if you're uh, if you're rendering, you know, if you're on the render network and you're rendering, you're going to be making a lot of money, which is great. Mm-hmm. Well, Jules just recently spoke. Um, at the Solana... This morning, right? Yeah, it was this morning at the Solana. Solana. Uh, uh, con- it was like some conference or something in Lisbon. And he was talking all about Render and the plans for the future. And um, I, I don't know if... They're talking about adding Solana as like... I don't know the working with Solana as far as uh, uh uh using render tokens or render which is uh awesome I think that's great. I'm really excited to see mm-hmm. the future in that which I think is the big reason why render uh has jumped up so much. I hope it keeps yeah. on going which will be awesome. Yeah. You know, minimize those fees, get the 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 render uh, uh, node operators get them paid faster, and I think that'll be that'll be good overall. You know,
0: and y'all might not be into crypto art, but you are into crypto yeah. currency, right? Team. So at least you got that yeah. you got that going right. Well, not right now
2: because we're talking to you. We had to shut the systems down. Yeah, so you're so costing us a <laughs> so whole lot of money. You're just right
1: losing money. Yeah. Being on, yeah, <laughs> no, I know. Uh, yeah, 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 that's funny. That's funny. So uh, yeah, I'm really excited about uh, where renders going and uh, uh, what what uh, that has in store. Something uh, something interesting that uh, Jules pointed out. They said each month they're having over a million dollars in render paid out to to uh, to rend- Yeah, to render nodes and stuff like that. There are ten thousand yeah, people nice. on the render network, and they're paying out over a million dollars a month. He says yeah. in the next few months he expects that to go like ten times the amount. Yeah,
0: so it's crazy makes it's more crazy. money uh putting a note up for that probably than than doing Bitcoin or something yeah
1: I was surprised yeah. I uh, I uh, I was looking at my my metamask you know my render payouts and stuff and I only occasionally put them up I noticed like there was one point in which I got like 150 bucks payout you know and I wasn't even paying close attention to it I was like okay that's an extra 150 dollars that's good we'll yeah do that. I gotta just have them running at all times when I'm not sitting at my desk, you know. But uh yeah, that's that's really cool to see, and I, I'm sure once you know these render engines like Cycles and Arnold and everything get on the render network, uh, that that amount is just going to skyrocket. It's really cool to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, that's it for news. I, th- I feel like there was one more thing, but I don't really remember.
0: I don't know. I'll get uh, stuff oh,
1: on oh, the wait, list. Um, um, we'll hop over to the, the main drops, but I want to start off with a, a link, um, from Nifty Gateway. Um, Nifty Gateway mm. has started being, uh, they've got this article, it's, uh, Nifty Gateway evolves into an NFT aggregator. So like they're starting to, I guess, bring on other almost making it like a hub, like OpenSea. So like you can list it on OpenSea or you can list it on Nifty Gateway. Instead of having to do one or the other, it's like they can be on both at the same time, which is really interesting yeah. Um, it's really interesting. So you'll be able to accept bids or whatever from either of them. And I noticed that mechas are on Nifty Gateway yeah. now, which is really interesting. I haven't seen mm-hmm. any sales from the mechas. It's all on OpenSea, but it's interesting to see that it's on Nifty Gateway. You know. Yeah. So yeah, uh, super interesting uh, uh, to see that happening. So as far as drops this week, um, the first one I'm really excited about is today. It's a uh, gold weird. Um we we've talked about Goldweird in the past. Uh Goldweird does mm-hmm. these like interesting little like crystal characters and stuff, but this is the very first one that uh Nifty Gateway is doing. It's the first collection. The yeah. 10,000 collection. So, you know, collections have been really popular lately, of course. You know, but like uh this is Nifty's first actual collection drop. Which is cool. Um I think Goldweird would be a good person to uh do it. Because, you know, cool little crystal I'm characters. curious
0: about, like, okay, I see them, you know, in all the variations right. and stuff. But the metaverse in development, that you'll is, be able that to is do this the, interesting in the thing.
1: So, yeah. So, like, you can use your character Didn't, in the metaverse that is being, you know, that uh, is currently being developed. Which is neat, you know?
0: Super interesting where this is going, yeah. y'all. Yeah, super interesting. I think interesting. if you're in this industry, gosh, even if you're not making NFTs, yeah. making... The pieces and parts and things for other people. That yeah, this is absolutely. just going to be so many jobs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So many jobs.
1: Yeah. So um, let's see. So Gold Weird is the first one. Next one is Space Yacht. Yeah. Um, let me see. Space, Space Yacht. Yacht. Um, Space Mo- Yacht's Meme Monuments drops uh, today. So I, 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 I don't know. This is an interesting uh, video, preview video that I saw. Um, but yeah. That's the uh, the other drop for today. Um, let's see. Tomorrow on the 9th, you've got Swolf Chan And some of these, yep. I don't have the... Oh, this one's cool. Okay. So, from the way I understand it, Swolf Chan did a drop where um, you got to choose either the physical piece or the NFT, right? And based mm-hmm. on which oh, one yeah. you chose, they were physically going to burn... Destroy the yeah, other one. Yeah, the other yeah. one yeah. or the other, mm-hmm. which is kind of neat. I like that. I like that. I think that's neat. So, uh, mm-hmm. I think the burning is, uh, is tonight. And then, uh, uh, next one tomorrow is, uh, Michael Ben city. I think I'm saying that correct. Um, yeah. Uh, Dave click on, oh, that's the video. Yeah. It's just small, really yeah. pretty stuff. Very, very pretty stuff. I, 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 I really, really like this. It's super photorealistic and super goldy, I, super goldy. Yeah. Goldy really like it so uh, uh, that is tomorrow Um, I had a couple other ones but I didn't see any links Bunch of people who didn't have Twitter accounts. It's like if you're gonna be mm. in the NFT space, you need to have a Twitter account. Yeah. Um so a few of these may not have just showing off the work. Uh on the eleventh, we've got Jonathan Thunder. Uh this and is that's some... a
0: power name right there. Yeah, I mean that's like Thunder. Max Power. <laughs> yeah. Jonathan so, Thunder.
1: But this is some of uh Jonathan's work. I've, i I, I like Jonathan's work. I looked back at some of his previous work that he's done drops on Nifty and I really like it. You know, mixed with pop culture and uh uh kind of abstract type stuff. Really neat. Uh next one is uh Tycho, I think that's how you say the name. Uh Tycho is an artist that does these like I don't know, kind of like landscapey type stuff. You know? Uh, uh pretty looking stuff. I love the colors. You know, so I don't know. Colors I, don't know change. I don't know what the drop is going their drop is going to look like today mm-hmm. or on the eleventh. This Tycho couldn't find a uh a uh, a Twitter or anything. And then no, the last one for Nifty, um, Justin Maller is the first one. Um, this is the drop that... The, it's a collector's only drop, so I believe you have to own mm. one of Justin uh, Maller's uh, previous pieces. Um, no no so preview here of what out. it is? Nope, just in waves. Yep. Alright. It's pretty. Um, and then the last one is Matt Gondek on the 12th. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't... Cond-
0: Nick yeah, yeah. draws
1: I so this all one right. didn't have a like he didn't have like a, a link to the drop or anything but man this I love this. the work look at this I think the this work is, is rad and uh, they're really promoting um uh, what was the the crypto uh, thing <laughs> that was going on this past weekend it was like oh, a, the NYC thing no not N- NYC NFT NYC. Uh, uh, NFT NYC that was going on all last week and then there was another one in LA I believe. Oh, you know, what was the LA one? Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but there was oh. another one, and uh, he was really promoting that one. But I really like Matt Gondek's work. I think that's super cool. Um, moving over to Maker's Place um, on the 11th, we've got uh, Patrick Ortman. Um, I believe that's how you say the name. Uh, uh, also known as Motion Sickness. Uh, super MoGraphy <laughs> type stuff. Really like it. Love the use of that glass and that you know stuff behind it. But really pretty looking stuff. Um, and then the last one, uh, Anna Zilvia Zilevia? Zileva?
0: that's a that's a tough I one. I know. To say.
1: We we've talked about her before. Oh yes. I, I really yes. love I, I love her work. Absolutely love her work. She does all of her work in VR in tilt like brush and stuff yeah. like that. And like super detailed. I love how detailed she can get with Ooh. the work, but man, it is mega super cool. I I dig her work like crazy. So yeah um yeah that's it we we've got as far as the curated drops uh super excited um for uh the uh the uh community drops uh gurn oh by, is, by the way what oh what, sorry what a mess
0: up. Uh, bef- i uh no you didn't mess anything up <laughs> i just wanted to say that uh k, k- rup yeah i don't know where he is today he didn't do his regular line or whatever on, right. on our our segment uh but um but his stuff is on this kiosk here. There are some photos he picked, He put it on uh, Facebook, which are really yeah. cool. You see his work here. We'll check grammar for food. It's his Clippy yeah. NFT. Just wanted to mention that there. So. That's cool. And then uh, Gernj. He got the Gernj. Yeah,
1: Gernj. Gernj got a super rare drop. He's, he just dropped it, I believe. So uh, go on to super rare. Pick up yourself a one-of-one one, one, one Gernj. You know? Which I was looking cool. for the link here. Do I not is have it, the link? I thought I had it to it. I'll put it in the show notes, though. Here, I got the link. Uh, I'll put it I in the chat. The
0: All right. I swear I had it here. So
1: this is the one that he's been working on for a, a little while. It's that big spaceship. Man, it's so cool. So detailed, too.
0: Just waiting for it to load. There we go. Word. There we go. Yeah, this yeah, one. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Yeah, we super were talking rare.
1: earlier. I don't That's like the, I don't love the way Super Rare makes the 16 by 9 version so small. Yeah. You know? I want them to be yeah. big. I want them to be in your face. Right. Uh what else do we got? Um uh, we got an email mm-hmm. said uh from three D Storyteller uh uh Courtney Hopkins. Uh uh they say, Hey Dave and Matt, time listener, thanks for all the Mograph podcast action. My name's Courtney Hopkins, my artist handle is three D Storyteller. Just finished the third piece of a series of NFTs based on Edward Hopper's paintings around themes of isolation and solitude in the age of lockdowns and COVID. Hope you can mention this on the podcast. Want to explore it, these ideas using common garden insects like ants and snails. I like that idea. The workers of the insect world, placing them in Edgar Hopkins' sparse interiors with stark lighting and seeing how they would deal with lockdowns. Based in Melbourne, Australia, hmm. which has been the record for most time in lockdown. Yay. <laughs> so working on this series <laughs> has been a cathartic process for me. Uh, yeah, it's on uh, Foundation right now. So go and check that out. It's super cool. Um, That's awesome. There's a see.
0: bunch of links in here. We'll put them all in, we the, have in the notes. Any
1: others? I feel like Andy had something that I'm not mes- mentioning.
0: Did he? I don't remember no. Andy having something. Okay. But Andy is going to be yeah, on the Andy's show. Andy is
1: going to be on the show. Yes.
0: In January, he's going to be your first our first guest of 2022.
1: First guest of 2022. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, oh uh one other thing I wanted to mention uh now that I'm thinking about it, another cool thing that uh Jules was mentioning on the Render Token stuff that he was uh talking about. Uh a big reason for Solana that they would want they would want to get Render Tokens working with Solana is um the ability to use like C++ and OSL coding within your NFTs, which I think is mega rad. So it's yeah. like being able to, like, code something to where it's like, okay, based on, like, time of day or location of person, your NFT changes based off of that yeah. stuff, which is very cool. Very, very cool. I think that's yeah. that's a, a, a big plus, you know? Oh,
0: yeah. And the gamification of The gamification of, NFTs, of that, yeah.
1: Like, I mean, yeah. think about it. Like, I, I would love, I've always thought it would be cool to change the NFT based off the um the owner or the uh the uh uh, the person's like uh uh wallet address you know so you base it off of that and then it changes so if you sell it like you know it could like evolve or something like that kind of like pokemon irl
0: you know so it's like a random seed multiplier right it hashes it with your right that would be cool yeah yeah so as soon as you sell it to someone else it changes and yeah, you don't know what exactly. it's going to be until you get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it could, be, awesome. it could be it could be fun
1: to like, you know, oh, I want to sell it to someone. I want to see it change, you know. yeah I don't know. Could be oh, neat. Oh
0: man. And then <laughs> if you sell it to someone else and buy it back, maybe it's not the same anymore. Right, maybe. You know, like, Who knows. Oh man. You know,
1: it's only yeah, special that's for me. Be really good. Or it's yeah. only special is if you've got these last like four digits of your wallet code or something. I don't know, it'd be rad. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look who's here. Oh, it's Dorpy. Hey, Matt. What's up, dude?
0: I almost missed you today. I was uh, out playing in the backyard. hmm I was wondering why the ball was getting bigger. Then it hit me.
1: Oh, my gosh. That was awful. <laughs> All right.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, f- I figured you're talking about Solana today. Yes. So uh, I wanted to introduce you to somebody. Uh, Solana the pig. Hopefully he doesn't uh, bore you. Oh, gosh. Mm. Okay, Bye. Oh, where'd he go? Oh, oh. Waiting, waiting, I guess, you know, Solana's on the way. Right. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Oh, (laughs) there we go. (laughs) Hello, governor. (laughs) All (laughs) right. It's probably a good time to invest in Render Token now, isn't it? Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully you got enough pounds in your piggy bank. Uh. The coin is going to go ham. That's Uh. for true. All right. <laughs> All right, cheerio! That yeah, was that's it? A new, that was it? That's a new character. We're <laughs> going right. to have to keep an eye on that character to wow. see what happens. Solana the pig, yeah. huh? Yeah, Solana the pig. That's Got a funny. whole new round of puns coming. Just oh, wait. Oh, boy. Mm. <laughs> Ham it up. Do we- <laughs> Ham it up. <laughs> Hamming it up with Solana.
1: Awesome. So if uh, you or anyone you know has any upcoming drops, feel free to email us, info at com, and we'll shill it on the show. Uh, in the meantime, uh, make sure to check out our other podcast that this is associated with, the MoGraph podcast. Yes,
0: the MoGraph podcast.
1: Yeah, and uh, right. let's head back into the show.
0: All right, let's do it. Drop. Drop, drop is this the like, mic this is exactly what i should be doing <laughs> all right and we're back right, cool. how about that you never know what you're gonna never you're know. Gonna get yeah. one pun one. that wasn't one pun yeah you had you had doesn't bore you right right you've got yeah but that was uh, a piggy bank. That was... Got piggy bank that was piggy bank you've got your ham yeah, yeah.
1: If you have to explain the joke, Dave. It's not funny. Yeah.
0: You see, that's <laughs> funny because that's what my friends and I used to say on the road all the day. If somebody didn't laugh, you say, you see, that's funny because. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Dave Chappelle's in trouble. You guys are like biting at his heels. Yeah, here, right. Yeah, that's right. It. <laughs> now, he's already in trouble. Yeah. For uh, <laughs> um, question for you. Yes. Um I, I think this is a good question we should have asked earlier. Have you explored anything in VR? Hmm.
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> I,
1: love these, I love these little, like, <laughs> but, subtle
4: laughs every time we mention yes. You're like, oh. but it,
2: it comes back to the same thing. Brigade, 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 give me brigade, give me brigade. Yeah, right. Could
3: you imagine it a buyer standing up in VR, yeah. just spitting around? <laughs>
2: Home, people will not walk into a sales suite and put on goggles.
3: We tried the they will not one. put
2: on 3D yeah. glasses. Yeah. They will, n- they will yeah. not. Do it, and it sounds cool, but it doesn't work.
3: Yeah. yeah, we've done the 360 views before, and I mean, it's cool. It's just a hype in this industry. Yeah, right? it it yeah. doesn't
2: sell any more real estate, and it drops the quality. Whereas, if we can get a point where we've got brigade running mm-hmm. nicely, then yeah, we will, we will look at it again. But still, yeah, you got you got to understand the people that buy our stuff are generally. 40 plus they've made a lot of money in their time and they're often quite conservative and they Mm -hmm. don't want to put goggles on
5: right if they
2: do they might get dizzy and fall over right um they just don't like goggles they like great big screens and stuff they can see on their phone or internet and uh
3: the first thing we tried was google cardboard that
2: was a disaster mm. <laughs> yeah that was a waste of time <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: yeah yeah but we we will look at it again but i want to see brigade running first yeah, i, think I, I real want time i take want over. quality yeah. mm-hmm. uh, until i can achieve quality the quality i want in real time then i'm, I'm not going to touch <laughs> it again
0: well, I, I think when it's more mainstream too, you know, yes. like when everybody has AR goggles from Apple. Yeah. You know, but, and then you've got, the other, you've got the other issue too.
2: Almost every – well, not almost. Everything <laughs> nowadays is viewed here. Yeah. You know, right. it's, yeah. it's all on a yeah. phone. And um, it's not – unless you can get something happening on the phone, that's – yeah. No, no, no.
3: Plus we'd have to get clients to buy the software.
2: Oh, no, Pixel hardware. Streaming and Star Wars. Well, hardware, yeah, on, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. they want to view it in their home. They want to yeah. view it anywhere.
0: People are impatient
2: nowadays. They want it now. Yeah, yeah,
0: they do want it now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mac Daffy says, 40 plus, we're not conservative. We grew up with Wolfenstein 3D. It might be 50 <laughs> now. Yeah. Because I'm Probably. 41. Yeah. I think I think, I think think maybe 50. That's yeah. the I turned 39
1: in like a few weeks, and it's going to be my last good year. <laughs> <laughs> all downhill from my there. My last good year. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, we really appreciate y'all being on the show. Yeah. And, thank you uh, so much. And taking the time. I know you got a lot going on. And uh,
1: next time I'm down in know. the Bahamas, I'll call you up.
0: Yeah, like, like, hey, like you do.
1: Let's go play boats.
0: <laughs> yeah. You, know, you need to get on. Next time you're you're hanging out with Bro Dory see if he can take you out. Just you know. Yeah. Yeah. If we just the way take to the the, the 90 minute yeah.
1: drive down, right? Yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, mm-hmm. if uh, if people want to find you online, where are the different places they can find you? Website, Instagram, all of that. Mm-hmm. Where, where are
2: the archiform3d.com.
3: Th- yeah, it's our website, and then we're on Instagram, archiform3d. We're on Facebook,
2: archiform3d. This-
3: <laughs> Everything uh-huh. across yep. the
2: board. LinkedIn is Arkyform3D. Arkyform3D. Um, awesome. yeah. archiform3d. Archiform3d. Cool. Yeah, A R C H I F
0: O R M three D. Awesome cool cool well we are going to get out of here i know matt's got a pack and things he's got some travel yeah. going on so make sure to check to, uh, the
1: instagrams and uh twitters for uh maybe we'll do a little sneak peek of some stuff that we're looking
0: at tomorrow you huh I yeah maybe i don't know maybe i don't know Just run that by mark make sure yeah i know I gotta, sure okay I gotta make sure mark's okay
1: with it and make sure mark's gotta yeah. be able to make it
0: yeah Stupid i know flight
1: it... got canceled
0: yeah it's funny, we were in the Discord this morning, and he started talking about where y'all are going, and we're like, ah, ah, don't, say, don't say it, don't say it, don't say it, it's a secret. I'm sure it's people know.
1: I uh, mean, if if we're looking at find the, a, a couple of different places, you know, we'll let people know. Yeah.
0: Um, if, if people want to, uh, find the MoGraph Discord, come hang out with us. Yes. Um, basically, for now, until we figure out what we want to do with this, um, hit one of us up, and we'll yeah. just add you, and, um... Easy enough, right? Yeah. Just on right. whatever platform, hit us up. Yeah. If you want to be on you know Slack, find us. hit us
1: up on Slack. If you want to be on yeah, Discord, just, hit us up and yeah. ask for Discord.
0: If you're on if you Slack you want to be on Discord, us hit us up on Slack and say you want to be on Discord. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just hit us up. We'll make yep. it happen. Gustav, I thought I invited you already, actually, but maybe not. I'll, I'll invite you. Uh, you can rate us on iTunes. You can leave a review on your... Uh, on, on iTunes or whatever. It helps get our ratings up. You can subscribe on your podcatcher of choice. Subscribe to the newsletter. It went out last week, Thursday. goes out like every month or so. You get all the information and maybe stuff that you missed on the show as well. You can check that out. Uh, you can say you've been there, done that, got the t-shirt with the MoGraph logo tee, the Paul Bab Feel the, ba- the Bab 2020 shirt. All the profits from that go to Doctors Vintage. Without Borders. What's that? Vintage. Vintage, Vintage yes. The Render oh. Things T... Uh, the hoodie, the long sleeve tee get, get, your, get your sweatshirts it's, it's like this type of, of uh, it's almost the exact same uh, hoodie sweatshirt thingy and uh, it says render things on it instead uh, the, that render is fire shirt which you are only allowed to wear ironically unless, unless you're shams. shams the MoGraph blandishment throwback shirt as well and we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube TikTok mograph.com check us out all the things again thank both of y'all for being on and taking the time and um, we are going to wrap up and get out of here and uh, until next week I'm Dave and I'm Matt I'm Randy and I'm not Randy <laughs> <It's> Steve <laughs> have a good
2: one
3: later y'all bye
2: bye <laughs>